Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. Yes, Days is off the air for the next couple of weeks, but we decided to venture on over to Port Charles for the week and kind of see what things are what things are happening over there. With me today, I've got Michael, Dylan, and Nick. Say hello. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. First thing first, first thing first. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month, everybody. Oh, we're going to fill this podcast with so many niggas. You'll think it's the cast of good times. Wait. Time out. Oh, the mother niggas. Because I'm down for my niggas. Fuck the mother niggas. Because I'm down for my niggas. No, I'm going to go. No. Fuck the mother niggas. Why are you the way you are? Glory to God. We just started. (laughs) Okay. Two minutes. He's good Lord. Every time I host, you are a mess. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Days may be off the air, but that does not stop them from giving us some news for the week. So before we venture into the Porch Charles stories, we are going to talk about some news in the day's world. So here we go with my Salem Spectator special report sponsored by who, Michael? Jennifer Rose, Horton, Deborah, Kate McClain version. There we go. First the only version. That matters. We ain't talking about that other lady on Black History Month. Oh, wow. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> okay. The first item on the list is Donnell Artis has been cast as Ray's ex and she will be in town through June according to her Instagram. She popped up at the end of the preview that they posted with Jack A. Harry and I don't even know the character's name but I am intrigued and literally the first thing I said when I saw her is my god she's gorgeous. Yeah she is. That was the second thing that I said. (laughs) Oh god. The first thing I said why why? <laughs> da, da, yeah. da, 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 well, the, fir- yeah. the first thing why? I said was, why are they making light of the fact that he beat her ass? Because right. that that promo felt like a sitcom from the like pictures. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, to be fair, it would have worked better if it was Lawrence Fishburne. No, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> It would have been more menacing than what it was. That's all I'm saying. Like, they weren't, but that's the thing though. They weren't, they weren't meaning that to that. be menacing. Yeah, they, they weren't playing, playing the menacing. I love how Tony has the reference now. She automatically said no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they made it felt like they were making light of the situation. It was very weird. I think, yeah, I'm with Tony. Like the actress is gorgeous. And the second thing I thought of was just like Paulina because y'all saw that picture of uh, Jack Hay with William and James and they were all sitting on the couch together mm-hmm. uh, I was like just like just like my girl Paulina has a type apparently so does Ray because <laughs> she was <laughs> she she and Paulina had a lot of similarities in that tiny little clip so I'm yeah like, okay he has a type and I don't quite understand what purpose she's going to serve, but this is one of the stories on days that I'm actually interested in and invested in. So I'm I'm curious to see how this plays out. And the fact that she's not like here for one episode and gone, we have her through June. 
that's that's the most intriguing part to me. Okay. I'm just glad they she's not kids. a white woman. Me too. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, same. Because you, cause you know, once they get on. Okay, Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> oh wow! We're the- <laughs> All right, that's how I feel about him. Uh- <laughs> Apparently, everybody's bringing the best this week. Jesus. Kiss grandma. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. Another video preview confirmed the returns of Will, Sonny, and Leo when episodes hey. resumed after the Olympic break. I'm glad to see hard bodied Bird and Ernie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy I... that we have a Will and Sonny to have chemistry. So Yes. I'm yeah. happy Will came back and actually gave a damn that he's back. <laughs> I well, when you, have, when you have an acting partner, you actually want to share scenes with it. It's helpful. He ain't looking like he getting tickled from the back no more. Oh, sir. My goodness. What? I love this. It's funny. true. Because he used to laugh in the middle of scenes that didn't need laughing. <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> but also... See, looks- see, y'all thought I was being nasty. That was on y'all. <laughs> Honestly, it could have been 50 50. I meant it both ways. I just wanted to shame y'all for a little bit. You dirty. <laughs> 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 <Not shameless. laughs> uh, wow. We haven't even gotten to the stories yet, my God. This but the fun. other thing the preview hinted at. At least to me, did y'all get the the inclination that we might be getting a Belinda China shop appearance on the main show? Yeah, yeah. How they're gonna work it in, I don't know. But I don't either. That's gonna be hilarious. It's gonna be hilarious. I'm, I'm ready for the really meltdowns. <laughs> oh, Ooh, for sure. Yeah. Ooh, fly over fur and gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, the middle America is gonna be cl- they're gonna be clutching their pearls till they choke on them. <laughs> Like, the Thank only you. thing is, I just hope that the whole Craig Leo speculation doesn't turn out to be true, so I can fully enjoy my chaotic neutral bay. Yeah, like, and I'm wondering, like, if this is, if, with this being what they chose to preview as Leo's return, do we actually think that Leo is the boyfriend, or I hope are not. we about to get I, he can stay out of town. Whoever the boyfriend Lord, is, he's, he's not staying out of town. Him. He's coming to town. <laughs> I'd prefer because Brady, be Brady and Chloe are going to double date with said boyfriend the week we come back from the Olympic break. L- oh, listen, Lord, listen, Lord, listen. Jesus, I would give this story a little bit more credit if they bring Michael Baldwin on over the say to do. Uh, I mean. Wait to be Craig's lover. I know that, but like, as like Michael Baldwin, the character, or just the actor? The actor. Probably just the actor. He is not leaving his YR check. No, he's not. Or his Emmys. It's not happening. Let's be honest. Let's have a conversation. But, I mean, I he think is not leaving. Lauren, Finn, hold on, Tony. I have a point. He is definitely not leaving. Lauren Fenmore's glorious breath for Craig. <laughs> let's try that again. <laughs> so I'm hoping that Daisy is going to surprise us and it's going to be somebody else because I feel like they would have hinted that Leo was the boyfriend I just 
I just don't feel like Craig has. The I just feel like it's very that Leo requires. Yeah, <laughs> I don't either. Like Leo's a bougie bitch. I don't see right? him. <laughs> it's not even that. I just feel like it's very stereotypical. Yeah. To me, yeah. Craig can go is. for a masculine game. I said it. I said it last week on the podcast. It's like you had to go with the most flaming rainbow gay there is. Yeah, and there's there's nothing wrong with that per se, but it's like you've already thrown in so many stereotypes at this point. Do you really want to throw in another? Yeah, like I there's like masculine I said, gay men. Uh, the whole let's not start on the whole mask for mask thing. That's, oh that's ooh, ooh, yeah, my my friends. What I would love. <laughs> Whole another ball game. Yeah, what that's a whole other kettle of fish that we do not need them getting into. Cause child, what I would love. Time, but at the same time, you get what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah, I get where you're going. <laughs> Imagine if it were Paul. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I could live with that now. Hold on. I would John would I beat would... his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I would ass. actually kind of like to see it. <laughs> I, I, oh, I can hear that. So you got with my son. Right? Knowing that you <laughs> were married and that you could break your card at any moment. I would like oh, that. John, John, calm down, John. You're having me break him. I mean, damn I mean, that dog. Imagine Lady <laughs> Chloe and Craig are sitting at the table. I'm assuming at the Brady Pub because that seems to be where they always go. And in walks his brother as Craig's game. Oh, baby. Oh, I like it. I want that. Yeah, the, the pub. Oh, <laughs> and let John walk in. John's the- gonna turn that pub upside down. He can because he paid for and it. Paul's the perfect <laughs> choice because he's the least messy, but and it's still, but it's still messy. But it's he's also but the most he's the, least, too. he's the yeah. least messy that we've seen on screen. But he's got a very messy backstory that it completely, yeah. it True. completely, and it, and it's kind of the reverse of him and Sonny. Because when yeah. he well, and Sonny were together, he was the one in the closet. Okay. But see, not only that, it's just a simple thing. Uh, Paul had also has a history of sleeping with men and not knowing that they have spouses. Yeah. Will. Will flat Although out lied, though. Was yeah, no, Will flat out lied. <laughs> Will took his ring off. <laughs> I'm gonna take this Let me get this story. Oh <laughs> my Finger. Yo, Will was a mess, yo. <laughs> but I, I, I really do wish that it was Paul and that they kind of throw us a curveball. And I mean, obviously, it would have to be a Paul recast because Rashawn stays booked and busy. But yeah. this yeah. would be an interesting way to kind of intro that character back. I'm not ho- having my hopes up, but that's what I want. Me neither. <laughs> That would be delicious, though. Brady just sitting there, like, what in the fuck? Brady is crazy. Oh my god! His reaction to Leo is gonna like if it is Leo is gonna be pretty much that too, because he he knows. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, that was a problem. He was ready to whoop Leo's ass. That was. I mean, Leo was almost his brother. Yeah. That's oh god. But that's different, though. If it was pop, my brother, my brother. <laughs> yeah, it's it. It could be very, very messy and messy that I'm. The whole for. black family would be ready to whoop Craig's ass. I'm, I'm, I would like to see that. Me too. I'm for that. It'd be the one but thing they we, did right in this terrible ass story. Right. Yeah. Before we move on, though, when we brought up this is for the um viewers, the listeners, 
when we brought up Paul and Will to fail, which of Will you thought of? Because it wasn't the right one. Well, I mean, I I went back to Guy Wilson's will because that was the one who had. But they don't remember. I promise you, they don't remember it. <laughs> they found this out of Chandler when we brought that back yeah, up. That's all. I think most, that was yeah. the first. They're gonna do like I did when I forgot that. Uh, well, I forgot that's that. The, um, OG Joe's recast. Yeah. Baby, that's like us. All my children, people not not claiming Sandra Quarterman's Angie. The dream has no memory. That wasn't yet. Angie. That <laughs> wasn't Angie. That was some lady. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> I didn't so know on. there I was another Angie until that years one. later. <laughs> and the thing is, like, and, and for those I have of a personal who stake don't in know, that like, we, like, Black people, we love Sandra Quarterman. That's Geneva from Hanging with Mr. Cooper. We love her. We love her. We just don't claim else. her. But she was not my Angie. That's She's not, not Angela Angie. Hubbard. <laughs> my Angie went to the city early. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it, but I that's had, what happens. You say Angie and everyone thinks Debbie Morgan and only Debbie Morgan. Yep, because I had no idea that an Angie recast was ever even a thing until I was watching... Um, 1989 Tad and Dixie and Derek was in the hospital and there actually no might have been 1990 yeah it was 90 because it, um, yeah. it was after Derek got shot and she was his doctor and and somebody in the room said Angie and I like you could literally hear the record scratch in my brain I was like what the fuck Michael in the group chat talking about Harper who this woman <laughs> <laughs> and I died just like Patsy P. Is the only Kimberly Brady Dominant. That is well, it. that's because she's the only one worth a damn because the other two were. Oh, wow. Terrible. Wow. Just like Christy Clark is the only Carrie we Brady. We don't claim other Carrie. The we only Carrie Brady Horton Carrie. in this world. Wait, wasn't one of the Chris? No. Was, <laughs> wait, wasn't one of them Kimmy Gibbler? We, that, that was the bait. That we don't know her. We don't, we don't, we don't <laughs> know her. We don't go that far. We, I, we we have we have nothing against baby Carrie and Andrea Barber, but once once Christy Clark entered the chat, that was the only Carrie that we acknowledged from that point forward. Other Carrie that we got in oh that Lawrence Alamein thing, yeah, Ooh. we don't we don't go there. We don't. No, go there. Yeah. that's the bad. Now was she was she the one who got acid thrown on? No, that was Christy. no, that was Christy. Christy was back. By okay, then. okay. That, <laughs> it was that's a long, Carrie. No, no, long, no. Hold on, hold terrible on. Terrible here. <laughs> That's when Carrie reappeared to me. That's when she first came back to town. Yeah. <laughs> Not was, Michael having was... a, a a hole in his memory where he refuses <laughs> to acknowledge. It was other Carrie from like December of 91 to like February of 93. Yeah, the only time I remember other Carrie, the only time I remember other Carrie was when she first popped back up and John had caught her in that bar and she turned around and said, Daddy, because I screamed. I was so mad that Christy wasn't there for the John Rom like for the t- for the Tale of Two Romans John reveal. They honestly should have brought that shit back just for Christy to do it over. Serious because Christy was the one who had the most history with Drake's Roman. Cause Wayne Wayne and Christy had never worked together because when Wayne was Roman, it was Andrea Barber. So it, it just and then having Tracy, what was it? Tracy Minendorf, I think her name was, if I remember right. She, yeah. her, she, she, had, 
she had no history with either one of them so it was just weird and it was the only only thing missing from that particular story but we have gone all over the rainbow and yeah we have segment, jesus christ <laughs> and we still have two others to go through okay so we're just gonna move right along uh soap opera digest confirmed that matt ashford returns february 22nd as jack Whoa. and he is still currently filming so that is good to know if you're a jack that girl fan it's not even that i'm not a fan right now Stop I'm guessing Abby's without Jennifer. I, you know what? I'm trying to figure out if it's Abby's Island Adventure that brings him back or Gwen's engagement. It's one of the two. I'm gonna guess Abby's. It's got to be Abby's Island Adventure because Jennifer knows that Abby's missing. Because right. Chad called Jennifer. But I would feel like Abby. Jen would. Well, I guess their story is gonna be Jen stayed to run their little paper. Yeah, Jen, Jen, like Jen's like I, I'm in Boston. I got this. You go home and make sure our baby girl's okay. But I get that, and even if the story makes sense, I allow it but it's just the principle of jack and jennifer need to be in town together yeah well we're getting that in the summer <laughs> yeah but Ooh. yeah but it's the prince it's the principle jack is there by himself now we do not other than doug and julie but we don't see them much because they're elderly now we don't have hoarding presentation in salem like we should anymore no we don't hope is good Hope is gone. Hope gone. Literally. God knows well. But hope is gone. (laughs) Not literally. (laughs) You killed Laura. Y'all don't talk about Jessica Blake. Where's Mike? Where are they? Mike is still in Boston, as far as we know. Shit, even Eli out of town right now. uh, (laughs) He needs to be in Terry. That's what he needs to be. Let it go. Yeah, Eli's Horton gene don't activate it, so he's off screen. Lucas is Eli off screen. Eli Horton for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Okay, you can't be like Lucas is not. Yeah, I feel no you. More. Like yeah, Tommy Horton old as hell and still alive. <laughs> Sir, he's is. He's, he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, you got Sarah, but Sarah out of her mind. Well, Mickey. If she ain't in town. Yep. Well, Mickey kid, they gone. All of them are gone. Jennifer and Jack is the best bet of trying to bring the Hortons back to the TV again. Stop bringing Jack because honestly, it doesn't work with just Jack, and it doesn't work with just Jennifer. To me personally, you got to have both of them. Yeah. Because now they're the foundational Horton couple. But I'm personally, you know, I'm with you. I'm personally excited that he's back and I'm happy to know that he's still filming currently because I do love Jack despite that he's a bonehead right now. But I do love him. So I'm happy that he's back. But since we are Melissa. Original recipe, Melissa only. We don't acknowledge the recast of her either. Wow. I gave recast a chance. You know what? But also, we need to go ahead and make Nathan Pete's son while we playing in our faces. Nathan? Yeah, can we please? Oh. His oh. father has no name. Wait, he what? No. Wait, what? No. Yeah, he doesn't From what have a name. we heard, I... Melissa and Peter, Pete, left, got married. Well, they got married on screen. Left, got divorced. Melissa got married again, and then she came back for Hope's wedding pregnant. I'm not but buying that. That's not Pete, me just baby. assuming that Pete, well, okay. Yeah, well, I, you thought, I you thought Peter Blake was his father? No, no, Pete, no. Pete it's another Pete. Pete it's another Pete. 
Oh, that Pete. That's before your time. <laughs> I knew there was I a Pete Janet. I just didn't think that. <laughs> so did I. Like, and, and my so did I, and then I had to go look his father. Yeah, it's not. I don't, and I don't oh. care what the day's wiki says. Like, in my mind, that is his father. Until we, act, until we actually get a face and a name, that is that is my truth, and I'm sticking to it. Well, I'll find some new everything. Because we got to catch our flight for it, y'all. Okay. <laughs> All right. So... That is it for the Salem news, but since we are venturing over to Port Charles for their stories this week, we'll oh, we on the flight. Okay, let me get my drink. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We decided to add a little bit of GH-related news to our segment, and it looks like Taj Bellows, who plays TJ, has finally, mercifully, been added on contract at General Hospital. It only took them three years, but if this means we actually get like a decent story and screen time, I'm all for it. I'm conflicted too. I'm excited. I'm conflicted. As Tony would say, it took a whore's age, but I'm finally <laughs> here. <laughs> and y'all will still never know my age. Sir, Jesus Christ! I'm just what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, hopefully, of course, they, Mick would be the last to get the joke. They get, hopefully they give him something to do. I feel like this is because of the Curtis thing. I feel yeah. like they're going to start playing that up more. And I want to care. I just. I do not give a flying fuck about Hat Grandpa. Uh, just, okay, now. But I'll you know what? Hat, if it gets. If it gets <laughs> y'all just stop calling that man Hat Daddy. He, I don't no, call him that. All I of, call him Hat Grandbaby. <laughs> All of oh GH Twitter calls that man that, and it's funny. <laughs> but I, I don't care about Hat Granddaddy. Believe Iceberg Slim out of this. I just, I, I mean, no. like, if it gets, if it gets five more screen time, girl, fuck I'm, you. I'm, I'm <laughs> and I agree. Fuck Iceberg Slim. <laughs> anyway, anyway, what was I, I'm conflicted because y'all know how I feel about old TJ. It's just because you only we only saw him once every two months, and his mother and was that. his age. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, and like it was jarring seeing him next to Jordan we'll, we'll see, we'll when see. clearly the somebody was miscast. Up, the TJ and it I wasn't him. On, it's on boomerang now. So Saquon, yes, that was my TJ. So when I. <sighs> That was all of our TJ. Yeah, that was it's that like, was the definitive. No, it's like, yeah. Because y'all, as y'all know, I gave GH a five-year break so I could do undergrad because as you know, GH and Dave were at the same time here, and I didn't have a DVR, so I had to watch Dave. Imagine my surprise when I came back. <laughs> Wait, what year was this? <laughs> I can't give you that because no, I just want to know when you started away my age. I want to know when you came back. <laughs> Like, how far was he well, into the role when you came back? <laughs> well, I came back at the beginning of 2020. 2020. Damn, he had been there for almost, for about a year and a half by then. So imagine And I think he'd he only seen him 10 times at that point. <laughs> right? <laughs> imagine my surprise when I look on now. Because TJ was around my age bracket when I left. When I came back, Don't he was thirty-five. <laughs> okay, now see, now I'm gonna now now I'm gonna blow your mind. <clears throat> you ready? Oh, I think I know what you're about to say. Taekwon is actually older than Taj. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh 
no, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Shit. Oh, no. Okay. He's older than Tosh. Well, okay. He's older what's than both, both TJs, actually. What's his name? Yep. What, what's his name? The, uh, the one who's playing him now? Taj. 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 Michael the Maverick speaking. Hi, how are you? <laughs> no shade. No shade at no, all. No, no shade, you, sir. Since you're working at ABC, I need you to get somebody on a Rolodex and pull up Susan Lucci's number so she can give you the number to who gave her that good work. Sir. (laughs) 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 Now, I made the joke when it was, because Taj's birthday was last week too so i was like an abc sent him something he he turned 27 yeah yeah but i was like so it's nice of abc to send him something i wish they would send his ass a contract and literally like three days later (laughs) it came out that he had a contract oh my god i saw that so i'm a little because GH always does that performative bullshit every year. Like yeah. they, they, they wish um, recast Valerie a happy birthday. The last Ooh, time she had a birthday, baby, we ain't <laughs> seen her since she was questioning Carly. We've seen about her now eighty-two years. We, we, ago. We've seen her three times. ABC ain't never been shit. She <laughs> love Susan Lucci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first of all, they recast that role out of spite because. Britney got uh, tired of not doing Britney. nothing. <laughs> they moved over to the General City and started not doing nothing. <gasps> oh, I mean, <laughs> let's move on. Move on. We're shutting down now. Let's move on. We're ready. We're ready. Okay. We're definitely ready. Mess. <laughs> All right. So we do um, the, see the the audience don't know this. We do the news as a warm up. We're ready. <laughs> <laughs> On to our stories. And this week, like I've been saying, we are over in Port Charles. So first things first. Lord uh, it, it's Valentine's Day in Port Charles, and they decided to dust off Chet and Amy. Amy tries to get Finn to confirm his feelings for Liz oh, while Chet child. is Terry's blind date. Um, why? Child. Why? Okay. Okay. I, I didn't okay. care. Let me start first. <laughs> Let me start first. And this is why I like talking about Port Charles because, you know, I'm a relatively new viewer because I don't have the history that I do with like days, all my children, the young, the rest is involved. The only history I got from GH is 10 years of pseudo watching it with my grandma. You know what pseudo watching it? Like, you know, watching through, watch through osmosis. You're, you're not osmosis, really watching. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, somebody else watching. with my. I was playing with my grand boy, Game Boy, while Grams was watching GH. Because I, I just wasn't into that like that. You had to be grown and sexy for GH. But, <laughs> okay, so I didn't know these characters at all. I mean, you literally when they put came a on. picture of her in the group chat and were like, who the hell is this? <laughs> but you know, my end, my beginning was I need a shootout and I need Amy and Chet to be killed in it. And then by the end, I realized I just want Amy to get killed because I don't, <laughs> I don't know her from Adam. And trust and me, I'm you knew her, still feel the same way. Yeah, it's just, I don't know her from never... Adam. She but if you knew her, you'd that still feel point. the same way. I'm that just, was pointless. I'm Chet. I'm gonna give him credit because he was tall doctor. You, Chet, actually, okay. I was surprised to see him, not even gonna lie. Me too, because they didn't announce nothing. 
Right? Not <laughs> what they never do. Like people just show no, no. up on this show. No, it, it, it was crazy as hell because they put her picture up on the little credit intro, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? I said, they just throwing new characters on there and they didn't warn nobody. I've never. I've never seen it for Amy. Like I, I haven't just, either. Personally, well, I, I I've her, just never seen it for her. The one story she had was Ask Man Landers. No, we're not oh, doing that here. We're not God. doing that here. We are not doing that. All that bullshit. We're not going back much. to that. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. And, and my thing is, my no. thing is, I wanted to give her credit because she had to say she's doing it for the girl. But no. Mm-mm. I've just never seen it for her. I'm just Chet, not. I, I, I saw it one time and didn't see it for. But like, Chet, I feel I like Cheryl like, Lee Ralph to Lauren Hill. Maybe you should try something else, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I feel like with Chet though, just because of his backstory, that's a character. If they actually bothered to center the hospital and write. For the yep. doctors and nurses there, just his backstory alone—that is a character they can do so much with. Okay, Michael, you're new here, so his backstory is he was like super, super popular, big man on campus when you could tell him, with the tattoos when he when Maxie, Maxie was in high school when was in high school. Oh, he, he old as shit. <laughs> he, so he joined them. He joined the military. He went to war. He had an injury. He's a double amputee. He came back with PTSD. There was a whole thing there that they didn't really do bother <laughs> to get into. And then he just sort of disappeared. And then they showed and this and just to show you how they dropped the ball on things that they could actually be writing. When Julian blew up the floating rib, he was the bartender there. That's why we ain't seen the floating rib. Wait, he got was? Rid of the floating yes. Rib. Lord have yes. He was the bartender that night. So you have a guy who is a double amputee due to war wounds who already had PTSD, and then you put him in a bombing, and then we don't see him. I can't believe they got rid of the floating rib, too. <laughs> you were supposedly watching at the time. Were you watching then? That's how death did, I did Or did you just not know coma? what that was that he blew up? I didn't know what it was that was going <laughs> on. Yo, I don't remember Chet being the bartender at the yeah, floating room. Yeah, he's the bartender. Yeah. Yep. If because... you go back and you watch those scenes, he's the bartender. He's the one. And that do you know why? Hold on, a hold couple, on, y'all. Do a couple you know weeks why? prior, he and Maxie were flirting at the bar at the floating room. It might have even been the night the floating room exploded. I don't remember. No, but do y'all want to know why I didn't know that was the floating room too? Why? Because they update their sets every few years. See, here you go. As a character, there's stuff that they can actually do with him. He has potential if they bother. And chemistry to, with Maxie. If they bothered. Yeah, he did. She should have went yeah, out with Pe- him. See, now has she gone out with him instead of Peter? We wouldn't be in the mess that we're in right I now. I remember vividly people worshipping them. Listen, if, I say it all the if, time. People will ship Maxie with a tree if it gets her away from that man. No, but think but they were shipping her in, with with Chet before she got involved. Yeah, before she got with Peter, he asked her out first, and she turned him down because she wasn't ready oh. to date after Nathan. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I uh, I always forget. Oh, I I always forget the timing of that. But you know, it made sense now because I was going to ask y'all why Felicia got so much time on her hands now because shouldn't she be at floating ribs still? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, P actually, that Peter is. and Chet were introduced within the same two weeks of each other. Mm, that just makes but, me so mad. See what we could have had. See what we could have been See what we could have had. It's like caviar versus spam, and she went with spam. Mm-hmm. But no, the thing is, at the end of the day, the more I got at the end of this story was kill Amy <laughs> and keep Chet for tall nurse. I like. She's not I a nurse, keep, sir. Terry is a doctor. I don't know her. <laughs> I don't care that you don't know her. I already told you this in the group chat. That she's yeah, she's, she's Liz's staff. She's coaching for staff. She's Liz's best friend from childhood. And I'm she's a just, cancer doctor. I'm just glad oh, she is? that I didn't know what kind of her her intro was she was Oscar's doctor. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I definitely would that. remember that shit. <laughs> I didn't see that. I was so I ready for that boy to die. <laughs> so, so it's hard for me to keep remembering this lady. When they only show her five. I like her. They show her five times a Yesterday, though. Tony, I be smoking. Okay, Mister Cole, I've been smoking. Oh God, I'm, sure I'm just happy Terry's blind date was a nice It's hard person. for me to remember because yeah. they only show her five times a year. Yeah, they. I think they need to put her on contract and actually do and something. Honestly, five, yes. days, five days a year is generous. They roll her out like Dick Clark and pull her every new year. <laughs> but they just put um, Taj on contract, put Cassandra James on contract too. They're both hospital characters. You can find something to do with them. Like, all I know is she works at the hospital and she might be taller than Shaq. That's all <laughs> I know. But I will say, like, Dylan, you and I had discussed, especially after the clusterfuck that happened with Trina, the possibility of um, Terry's date going very, very wrong. Yeah, I was really, 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 really worried. And I'm just glad that it's, that they, were wise enough not to go that route. Yeah, me too. No, okay. I, I'm iffy on this because I don't know. Is Cassandra James trans? Yes. Yes. Which is why I okay. said Candace Parker, we're not going to compare her to dudes. We're not going to do that. I uh, so. see. I, I was iffy on that. I don't know. I saw her on like a trans awareness week thing, but I was iffy. I didn't know if she was just an advocate or if she was trans. She that is. That goes to show. That goes to show you don't show this character enough, and that kind of pisses me off. Now hold on, you yeah, should watch. They like um, to trot her out for for points. And yeah, hold, hold, hold on, She's hold on, so that pisses me off. Because why y'all always show a trans folks five times a week? Hmm. You, you should watch um, Cassandra James Not episode five times of a week, five times a year of State hmm. of Mind with Maurice Bernard. It was really that good. A bad taste in my mouth, and it honestly scares me because what if Amos homophobic? That was our fear for her with this whole dating app thing. We were scared that they were going to do, like, they were going to go the, the get her. Because that's what they do. Like, everybody, like, GH has a, a, a tendency, they do the whole bashing storyline. Like, when Lucas came out, he got gay bashed. So it's like, I did not want, I was so scared. I was so scared they were going to do something traumatic with her. And well, I was just not happy. But yeah, I just hopefully they can. Hopefully, this is like a cute little romance, and they start writing for Terry. 
You know, I Pardon have to take me. my Shaq joke back. Damn. Yeah. I'll take it back because, yeah, I didn't know. My bad, y'all. Part of me is sad, though, because I really do see the chemistry with her and Britt. I see chemistry Dang. with Britt and Drew while see- we here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Austin, too, not even gonna yeah. lie. I feel like yeah. her, I feel like Britt and Austin are a better fit than Maxie and Austin, but I guess we'll talk about that. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that yeah. later. <laughs> All right, so moving on to our next... We're going to have to go to war. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we might be going to war now. Um, Valentine's Day is not an easy day for Liz since it's her and Franco's wedding anniversary. She's decided to donate a bunch of clothes to the hospital clothing drive. Amongst them is her wedding dress, which has been shredded. Someone is trying to ruin all signs of Franco. Do we think Liz has a stalker? Or is this DID and Liz is doing it herself? Who is Franco? Sir. Sir. A nigga that Austin looked like. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who Franco is. Yes, you do. You mean um James Franco? She married him? Yeah. Might as well. Honestly, should have left it there. Okay. Roger okay. Howard did not need to come back as Franco. Wait, he was playing by He didn't need to come back, but that's all I'm gonna say. See, um, I missed those years. Hold on. He was played by who? He was originally played by James Franco. He left. They reintroduced. Um, oh, Roger Todd? Howard. Yes. Not Todd, sir. <laughs> um, I hope Liz is losing her mind. I would be okay yeah. with that because I would like to see Rebecca Hurst play the story. Um, I don't and think that... they would handle it well. That's my only concern. Is it really well, a story? Because they only do it once a week. Well, the thing is, I think they would hand it better, better than Ron. I don't think we'll see her talking into mirrors. I, um... They they didn't even, I mean, again, unless, unless they turn this into her repressing her grief is what made her split, then I will take this back and shut up. But she didn't even get to grieve her husband on screen. I think that's what this is, though. Yeah. Like, I'm, Were they even me, married long? Yeah, they were yeah, married for a long time. They were married for a couple years. I feel like because the only person that I would think that was invested in Liz not forgetting Franco would be Heather, but I don't see Heather actually torching Franco's art. No, and I could Robin, see- Robin Matson's retired. I don't want to see a new anybody else playing Heather. Yeah, so like, I could see it also being Aiden too, because Aiden, you know, all I could see it being. Her wait, kids. wait, 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 Heather Weber. Yeah, that's yeah, Franco's so, mother. Heather Weber is Franco's mother, and Scotty Baldwin is Franco's father. Okay, that makes sense, but okay, I didn't see that curve coming. <laughs> you that's, didn't know that. <laughs> that's why Scotty. That's why Scotty is so close to Liz and the kids. Yeah, because of Franco. Oh, that's okay, why he's I, their granddad. I remember yeah. cussing them. I remember cussing <laughs> about this a few days ago. Yeah, because you couldn't figure Not out why days. the boys were calling him gran- why, why he was playing grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now that makes sense. But still, Scotty ain't your granddaddy. Neither is Luke. Apparently. Well, you mind the business. Luke. <laughs> Luke turned one of them kids into a pothole. <laughs> they don't claim him. Well, to, be honest, to, to, to be honest, to be honest, to be honest, he just did what his daddy wanted to do from the pajamas. Oh, uh, okay, we're my... that over there. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's rein this back into this to 
Oh no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. You got to bring me back. Because I was watching then. Hold on. Because when Liz told Jason that she was pregnant, I thought he was going to pull out a balloon that said it's aborted. He wanted that baby (laughs) doll. No, he didn't. He actually wanted. No, and then, then wasn't it the whole snafu about them not telling anybody that Jake was Jason's daddy? Yeah, but that was to protect. That was to protect him because they didn't I want guess. any of Jason. Yeah, they didn't want didn't any of Jason. know that Jake was his until the the metric court. Yeah, I remember that. And she was six And she was six months pregnant at that point. And at that point, Lucky had already believed the baby was his, and that was the reason he got clean and sober. And then they didn't want any of Sunny or Jason's enemies to come after Jake and use Jake for target practice. Maybe because I was a kid, but even then, it just seemed like he didn't want to give a damn about that baby. He didn't care about the other baby either. If that were true, if that were true, he didn't care about his son, if that were true and he didn't care about his son, he would have claimed his son and not cared about his safety enough to protect him. He does that now, Tony. He ain't give a shit about Jake. I'm gonna be real. He barely cared about Danny, if we're being honest. If Carly and Let's Danny be real, the only kid he's ever actually time. cared about is Michael. Yeah. yeah. Like if, if we keep if it. If Carly, Danny, and Jake were on the lifeline, let's say <laughs> this is Captain Diamond holding them over a batter acid like Holtberg. <laughs> he would go and say Carly first. And say the kids know how to swing them. He don't give a fuck about them kids. And thing is, if you want to do it all in order, Carly first. He would save Danny second. He will be too late to save Jake. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we started recording, Michael, you said you had something to say about Finn and Liz. Fuck is Finn? McBain. McBain. <laughs> oh, I don't like McBain and Liz. Finn do it for me. I like them. <laughs> See, I don't mind them. them. I just, I just want a story. But <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I am because I do, I do think that Michael and Becky have chemistry. Do they? Yes. I think they do. To me, yeah, they it's do. It's hard for her not to have chemistry with someone, though. Yeah. Well, like look, every time they pop up on my screen, I just go, "Where's luck?" Ryan in Ireland. Yeah. Actually, no, he's, about in, he's in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Lucky? About it. That's um, all I care about. Where's Lucky for Leah? Come get your woman, man. <laughs> my thing, my only issue with Finn and Liz, one, they don't show them enough. Two, they're kind of very both mild mannered and non confrontational. And Liz wasn't always like that, but she's like that now. So. Yeah. I would hope a DID story could give them a bit more oomph because I do like them. I do. I would like to see them more, but the writers have to want to write for them. And also, speaking of Liz, why are we dressing her like a forty-year-old mother? Because she, she is, is a forty-year-old mother. No. Yes. Like even without sorassing, Elizabeth turned forty this year. Even Steve, <laughs> I'm not buying that. You, can put don't, it on you don't have to buy it. It is it the on truth. My Google ad. She is not it is, 40. It is the anyway, truth. Anyway, 
She is 40. She is the mother of three and her oldest son is a freshman in college. She is dressing age appropriate. The fact that she is frozen in your mind it's 19 is not their problem. <laughs> My, see, the thing is, if Liz is that old, that means I'm old as damn dirt and I'm not buying. <laughs> I knew well, it was going to come you. <laughs> well, then guess what? You're old as dirt. Deal with it. Tony, Tony, <laughs> Tony, Tony. Now, if you wake up and your chair don't have wheels, now you know why. Because now you done made an enemy out of me. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> you gonna leave a anyway, bricks like they do in the hood? <laughs> bricks too good for her in this situation, Nick. You, see, I have to let you into my apartment building in order for you to come find me, and I won't do that. When, so when is that ever stopping, Nick? It's Black History Month. Oh, wow. Anyway. <laughs> back to what I was saying. Even Susan Lucci was a 50-something-year-old grandmama, and they wouldn't dress for her like that. But not everybody is Susan Lucci or Eric Kane. Yeah, that was never Liz. That was that was never Liz, ever. Now, I will agree, the dress I, was ugly, in my opinion, but... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying... At least we didn't have to see her in it. Like <laughs> Liz is 25 years old. No, she's, no, she's not. She looks amazing. She's and she looks amazing. <laughs> You have this thing where characters are frozen at whatever age you first meet them. And the prospect of them aging is just not, it's just a foreign concept to you. But I think he's 25 years old. I think he feels about Liz the same way ABC did. Because remember for years, they would not let Cameron get older. Yeah, they (laughs) aged everybody but her kids. It was at one point, even his natural age, they didn't want to acknowledge. I mean, because at this point, he is like, I think 18. he's actually he's actually younger than his actual age because he was born in two thousand three, right? He was born in oh, he was born in oh four. They put it, they changed it to oh three. Yeah. Okay. They gave yeah. everybody in Molly's peer group to Jocelyn for some reason. Yeah. So Molly doesn't deserve friends. Yeah, apparently not because they <laughs> took them all and gave them to Joss. <laughs> my only my only thing with that because y'all mentioned it before. I think she kind of heeded Nancy's um, warning. Don't sign a contract if you're not willing to stick it out. And both her, once Lexi got out of contract, she never signed one again. I don't know if they offer her. I'm I'm pretty sure when they suggest, when they put Taj on contract, they'd likely talk to Haley. And she just was like, nah, I'm good. So, because it's, so mean- it's weird for him to be on contract and her, and her not be. It's weird as hell. I'm good on her comment because Molly. <laughs> but she's the most hated of the Davis sisters to me. She's actually not. No, she's not. It's actually, I think I said, it might be a savage. I said to me. Oh, for you, okay. yeah. Oh, I for can. you, maybe. I thought you were I like, can. I thought you were. Stan, thought... Molly, Lass, and Davis. <laughs> Let me tell you why. <laughs> Because she was a wine. How did a segment about Elizabeth become about your hatred of Molly? Because it was my fault. It's this show. It's this show. It's this show. Come on, Tony. You're not new here. You're not a new hire. It's my fault. Blame me. Anyway, I can't stand Molly Lance and Davis because when I left this show five, six years ago, however long it was, she was a whiny little bitch. And when I come back, she's the same whining little bitch. I think you're confusing her with Christina. Well, Sam. Now, 
No, no, Christina, Christina, I give you a lot of credit. She just always mad. And honestly, based with the car she's been dealt with since birth, I get it. She's not bitter. She's mad as hell. But and she's always mad her. at the wrong person. Yeah. And that's where yeah. I... Yeah. I, I give you that one. That's where... She's mad at everybody. She mad. That's where I get I, irritated with her. She's not bitter. She's mad as hell. Like Helen. I understand. Don't... No. Don't do that. Helen had a reason. <laughs> Christina's stupid. <laughs> no. 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 You'll be mad too. And your daddy always chose you as the second daughter of overdrive. I'll be mad as shit. I ain't gonna lie. I get her being mad at everybody. If she was mad no, about that, I would... If she was actually mad, <laughs> mad at about... me, then I would, I would rock with you. If she was but mad about not. that, I would like it. <laughs> see, I, I think I see deeper in Christina. She mad at Sonny, but she take what she can get. So she takes it out on everybody else. Kind of like the new That's kids. how I see. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Very much so. Oh, God. My thing is, she's I... an ungrateful wench. Because from the t- <laughs> listen, I said what I said. Because from the time Sam gave up her dead baby stem cells, no, actually, from the time she was conceived and Ned stepped up to play daddy. Everyone in her life, except for her father, has made sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice for her. And she does not appreciate any of it. I can't stand that winch. Okay. Devil's advocate. Sorry. No, no, no. no, Fine. Devil's advocate. She ain't worth Um, it. She's devil's advocate for five seconds. Can she, I mean... A majority of those sacrifices. Now, obviously, the one her, you know, Sam's baby, the stem cells. Obviously, yes, be grateful because those are the reason that you're alive. But um, she was an infant when Ned did that. Are we really gonna hold no, her? No, 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 no. It's a pattern. That's what I'm saying. Though everyone in her life steps up to protect Christina, to coddle Christina. They do whatever they need. They do. Above and beyond for this. Christina girl. is Alexis's Michael, in other words. And she never appreciates any of it. Any of it. Ever. I think I think in a weird way she resents it because she doesn't ask for it. We well, ain't letting you off easy, Sam. You're on the low and low wench too. Well, the person because, she asked for it for ain't giving it to her. Let's be real. Because like even I mean, we saw that a couple weeks ago when Sam told Christina that she spoke to Harmony on her behalf. And Christina was like, I didn't ask you to do that. I, oh, yeah, I, th- I think Christina isn't grateful for these sacrifices because she never asked anybody to make these sacrifices for her. And yet they're doing it. And it because it feels when to they her- don't look what happens, her dumb ass joins a cult. <laughs> so I said, she's stupid. <laughs> so again, okay. I'll carry me on the tail end of that story. Her dumbass joins the cult. Her dumbass hooks up with Joe Scully's son. They don't. Yes, I went there. She she did not know he was Joe Scully's son. (laughs) No, no, she did not. But she knew that he was an exploitive piece of trash. And what did she do? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Her, when people do not try to manage her, 
she oh wait hi parker has entered the chat oh she yeah she blows up her college career her <laughs> dumb ass cannot be trusted to me if she could actually make good decisions people wouldn't be trying to manage her look what happens story. when they don't and then everyone has to run behind her and clean up her mess and then she acts like it's some big inconvenience that everyone is running behind her and cleaning up her mess don't make a mess <laughs> I, I feel like her on the cult thing. I mean, let's move on. Onward <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, to the next story. <laughs> Trina has dinner with her parents who are worried about her after the cabin trip. Trina can see right through them and doesn't appreciate the sneak attack. They apologize and have a nice family dinner. Before Portia gets called away to the hospital, she and Taggart have a nice moment and the chemistry between them is really on display. What did we think here? Let me go first. Let me go first. Okay, I'll okay. follow you. Go ahead. This is my first time seeing Taggart. And I really like Taggart. He's very much hood nigga. Wait, have you not seen Riel's version of Taggart ever? No. God. <laughs> wow, okay. Again, 10 years of osmosis, Tony. No, 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 I know. I just thought that Riel's been there. Riel's been there since you came back, so I'm just surprised you didn't see him. He ain't been on enough. <laughs> and not, not only that, you gotta remember, I popped in in the middle of the pandemic. So I caught the tail end of stories. And then it went to throwback. And then so, it picked up and I didn't see him again. Cause I'm trying to think. Yeah, okay. So yeah, you might have just missed him then. Cause did you did you see Taggart die? Mm-mm. Yeah, I, that's why honestly, I've always said that's why you're so open to Trina being Curtis's, because you don't have a connection. Yeah. Well, to the character. And also I feel like your concern is more. You ship because you ship Portia and Curtis. Your concern is more, oh, this could be really great drama for my couple. Well, well, see, I don't really ship them, I just like them a lot. And like, if you're someone who's into the show, like the history of the show and the history of the characters, and like if you're someone who's a Trina fan and your main concern is what's good for her. Like, there's a reason no one wants this. <laughs> like, like we, there's a reason we don't want this for her. Well, see, I didn't become a trainer fan until the cabin trip. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, your, your concern has not been, that's why you're open to it. You, you didn't care about Trina. I wouldn't say I didn't care. It was more of, I like her, but I'm not seeing what everyone else is getting. It wasn't until she told Esma she a rock so world and she talked to Slit that <laughs> became a Trina fan. It's like, what yeah. you say, Esma? <laughs> and that bitch was okay, muted spe- than Speaking of that, Tackert was Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that was hilarious. You know, that you punk has a boyfriend. Really <laughs> like, like, no, that was, what's her name? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what again? He got forgetting Esma. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, and she's I, like, it's French, and he's like, it's something. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> like I really, I love this little family, and I these scenes, I I actually liked Asante Jones's Taggart more this time than I have in previous times. Yeah, yeah, 
Um, I do think Can that Rael is keeping him. No, no, he's temp. He's I temp. Think that Rael's Rael, coming back. Rael and Sydney have much better father daughter chemistry. Yeah, they do. I'm gonna have to see for that because you know how I get when I see someone first. And we don't care. Like I'm, I'm, I'm and not I, gonna lie. We don't care. We go back I, to the '90s with Rael. We really don't. You're new here. We don't care. Like, uh, flat out, we don't I care. There's a like reason. It. There's a reason why when they did those reveal scenes and he came into Kelly's and he called her baby girl oh and everyone God. realized that Taggart was her father, there is a reason why the bird app lost its damn mind. Yeah, like, people did lose their minds that day. Yeah. Like, there's like I I'm I'm here to tell you I'm on my Stephen A. I'm here to tell you right now <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> you you can like the new guy all you want to. We don't care. As soon as Rael is able to come back, that's 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 what that's gonna be. Like that's staggered. I'm I'm, I'm nervous because I don't want them to change Trina's paternity. I don't need no one does no like, one who is actually invested in Trina as a character or invested in the history of Taggart as a character or the space that the Campbells occupied on this show wants this for Trina yeah I've been suggesting it I don't I don't think they'll ever do it but I've been saying just say Taggart forced Portia to give up her baby with Curtis and it's a different baby and the we... only way <laughs> I could accept it is if Taggart knew and decided to raise the... Trina anyway okay I would I wouldn't hate that I, I thought that's what what it was but no, the th- we don't know I would that's prefer I would prefer that because right now it just seems like the same shitty story they did for Jordan and I don't yeah, want that I, again maybe, CJ, yeah I don't want maybe that again maybe because I'm new but the jump when I first started getting whispers and anvils about Curtis being Trina's father, I just kind of figured that was already a known thing that everyone knew in the family and just didn't say anything. I thought Taggart knew based on the vibes I was getting. That's why I was so forward. He might know. And the thing is, we- it, it would make sense if he does know and just chose yeah. to raise Trina. Yep. And yeah, because because, you, because, because know, Curtis was a drug addict at the time. Yeah. So he wasn't in any place to raise a kid. And he already well, knew about the affair. Yeah. That's what I was leaning on because y'all know I'm an advocate of loving a child, whether it's blood or not, on soaps, because that's a big pet peeve. But when, we've had this discussion on I hate when characters divorce someone and there's a kid involved that they have no blood to, and they completely just leave the child. And that's been a big pet peeve of mine. So I was always under the impression of Taggart knew and raised Trina anyway. That's why I've been such an advocate for it. I didn't know that it wasn't known yet. Yeah. Yeah, right now it's... Because based on what everyone was saying on the timeline, I thought everyone already knew that that's what was going on. No, Um, I think... Until they was having that conversation after Portia and Curtis fucked. It was like, that was the first time we've made love in 20 years. Oh, yes. It's been 20 years. Oh, my God. I can't believe it's 20 years. That's when I realized, oh, damn. They don't know. I just don't want them to do the same thing with... And then too, it Jordan. seems like they're getting ready to do this with Nina and Willow, and I just get yeah. like GH, GH has baby rabies and paternity, and it's like paternity we've seen it coming like, ever since they did that 
23 and me or whatever it was dna thing with trina and stella like we've seen it coming and it was fine before before but yeah before they they connected her to taggart people were okay with it okay okay they're gonna give curtis a daughter fine cool and we love trina so fine when you introduce taggart into the chat all bets were off (laughs) but you can't you can't give us taggart a character viewers have won it back on the show for almost 20 years. Like, he, out of all the people that have come out of Sonny, Sonny's past, Taggart and Rick are the only two that people really want it back. And Faith Roscoe. And Alcazar. Yeah. yeah. Please bring back Faith Roscoe, please. <laughs> I loved her. My for, bisexual for personal reasons. <laughs> but, for personal reasons. But people ooh, love... Ooh, that lady was so fine. People love and adore Taggart because he didn't Take Sonny's shit. He didn't care. He didn't care how big and bad Sonny was. He was always going to stand up to him. So Taggart's daughter being involved with in that world is just, it's so much history to mine, and they should mine it. Here, I have a suggestion. Since days don't want to use him, cast Cameron Johnson as Curtis and Portia's son, and then we could call it a ball game. Ooh, I'll be here for that. Me too. Just say say he happens to live in Port Charles. They don't know. That's why Trina had the connection to someone in Port Charles. It wasn't Curtis. It was to her half-brother, who's a little bit older. And if you decide you want to throw that Esme, Esme or and Jocelyn, with her, could do it. With her in college, like, Cameron's technically old enough. He could be, like, a TA at one of her classes. Yep. Let's do that. Just don't. We, we like Taggart and Trina. <laughs> But this is the show yeah, that wants to fuck with us. Yeah, and their father-daughter chemistry. It was so oh, good. It was so, what, so good. That's why I'm sad that Michael didn't see them first. Yeah. Because, like, Asante's grown on me, don't get me wrong, but he's... Yeah. he The first, the moment I saw Real and um, Sidney McKayla in scenes together, and together... It was game over. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Because I didn't expect it. They said he was coming back. They previewed him coming back. And the, the the Trina thing was even bigger surprise because they randomly dropped a promo of his return the day before it aired. Twitter lost their minds. And then the following week, we found out he was Trina's father. And they, they didn't spoil anything, which they no. don't always do. <laughs> and like his return scenes were so... Like even the little scene... Um, where the kids get kidnapped and he goes to see Liz before they got kidnapped. Yep. Yeah. And they had that reunion. It, it had, reminded me of when I used to crack ship them. Oh, look, it, it had me <laughs> shipping Liz and Taggart too. <laughs> like, yeah, because there's so much history between those two characters too. Yeah. Like, he's just a character that there's so many places they can put him that makes sense they don't have to force him in anywhere no they don't and to give him trina just to take him take her away just seems cruel and there's just it, it just she oh she and i'm so like, well there i will say this though um portia and this version of taggart have more chemistry than she has with curtis and has yeah, more chemistry do. And honestly, more chemistry than she had with Riel, which is fine because I don't think Portia and Tagger was supposed to have chemistry. Like with 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 Riel, you believe that they were together, but you don't necessarily see it for them now. Yeah. But with Temp Tagger, like 
Yeah, there was the a chemistry spark. was there. Brooke Kerr and Asante Jones had a, and I, I was surprised because I didn't expect to see it. Hush, Nicholas. Hush, Nicholas. Hush. <laughs> I didn't expect to see it. I did. I, I did not, because oh, they've so. never really the scenes that they've played with Taggart and Portia it has always been like you know we're co-parents, we're cool with each other. Yeah, That's right. Always been it's like never been like you could them together makes sense, but it's not something where like ooh you want this explored again. Well, I, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw them, I was kind of rooting for a triangle now. Yeah, because this was this was the first hint that we got that Taggart still has current feelings for her. Yeah, because Taggart was like you're different like there's this whole vibe about you now and I kind of like it and yeah. it was kind of like a well damn I'm missing out kind of a thing that sounds yeah, like that sounds like was, mess waiting to happen I want yes <laughs> but there was always I, I'm gonna say it though like and I don't know if it's maybe they maybe they knew maybe they had like inklings that Brianna was leaving or he or Rail's health issues or like whatever it is that's keeping him off screen but like they had the potential for so much mess they did with Portia and Curtis and Taggart and Jordan and they just didn't when when Taggart had to move in with Jordan yep. post his release that was when they could have gotten good and soapy and messy and dramatic with these four characters and they just never even never now did. even and now got Curtis too like even not now Curtis. where are the divorce Sean. papers Stella Curtis is not divorced. I'm sorry. They may have forgotten. I ain't forget. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, stand there, old wench. Oh my God. (laughs) Like they may have forgotten, but I have not forgotten. Curtis is not divorced because those divorce papers went missing because Stella had a stroke. She stole them from Jordan, and then she stroked out, and they've never and been seen die. since. And then die. Sir. <laughs> watch, watch, watch Portia and Curtis about to get married, and then Jordan comes in Jordan and like, oh, we ain't divorced. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. But the other secret and that... he knows that they weren't divorced, because when Jordan got sick, he he played the husband card to get in to see her. But their but their divorce was in process. I don't think they think the process stopped, but they should have gotten a notification by now, right? Something. Yeah, it's been months. Yeah. Yeah. So since we're talking about this family, what I want, and I don't think it's ever gonna happen, I wanted to come out that what's his what's her name? Um Stella and Hat Daddy are really Curtis's parents. Yeah. Oh, I think that's where it's going because uh tell the truth. Because the now, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real. If that's the Feed case, the if, if that's the case, then I can accept Trina being Curtis's daughter only because she gets Stella as a grandma. Lord, that child oh, no. will no peace. <laughs> she oh, won't. No. But, but, oh, oh no, no, no. But, but, I only no, want that. I want the I mess. I'm I'm here for the point. mess. I only want that if they will rehire Lynn Moody and bring Florence back. 
to Port Charles. Now is Who the Florence, Florence? Taggart's, Taggart's mom. Taggart's mom. Okay. Now is she still Sorry, alive? Because when they mentioned Lynn like, Moody's still alive. Well, no, so Lynn Moody's a, Lynn, still be alive. <laughs> Lynn Moody's alive. But when Trina talked about attending Taggart's funeral in Texas, she didn't mention her grandmother. She mentioned Gia, Portia, yeah, and her. She did. So she, I'm just going to. I they didn't say she was dead, so I'm just going to assume. Yeah, she's still alive. Because Florence and Stella, baby. That would be a hell of. I would. Lynn watch Moody Listen, and Vernay no, Watson. I don't even know who Florence is, but I want her to not. She's not that good. Also, I'm here for Por- for Portia reading Stella on the regular. Yeah, that. Oh please, my God, please, that would please. be so because messy. Jordan wouldn't do it. Because Jordan wouldn't do it. Vanessa Jordan, Jordan did. Vanessa Jordan gave her hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would. Vanessa Jordan gave it right back. No, you know what I think. No, I'll tell you. But what when happened. I saw that therapist conversation, yes, I show I I put the family there. I put the family group therapy session with Jordan and Curtis and Stella in the group chat to show Michael because he wasn't that. getting why there was so much friction with Portia with uh Jordan and. He wasn't getting like the whole backstory. I was like, okay, you need to see these scenes so you'll understand why Stella's been such a problem. And I don't know what I did that for. (laughs) (laughs) He he has not taken his foot (laughs) off Stella's neck since he saw those scenes. Y'all, I would have been moving furniture like my name is U-Haul that day. Oh my God. Me and her would have had to get the cuffling because she was every two minutes. He, I know no. she didn't. She yelling at Miranda Bailey too. Oh no, she got to <laughs> No, no, no. Like, when she told when she told Curtis it should have been him. I never wanted a man to DDT a bitch in my life. Oh wait, my god! Wait, 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 wait. She said that to Curtis. Yeah, that it should have been him instead of Thomas. Or to Sean D. First, first off, first off, first off. Fuck. Well, oh, we know. We Look, we <laughs> and that's to- on my mama. We ain't got to talk about Thomas, Fuck. but wait. That man. She said wait. that to Curtis, she though? T- she told... No, not Curtis. She told it to Sean. Oh. She told Sean she sh- that he should have let Thomas kill him. And I wanted him to choke slam the shit out of him. <laughs> because I would have lost my fucking mind that day. I really would <laughs> Because a nigga try to kill me? <laughs> I'm not going to have a closed casket funeral for that nigga after? Please. Please. Those... And I really I really wanted Jordan to tell her that at the therapy session. He the reason he dead, baby. You the reason he dead. Because y'all had him come home after that war for months. And you as a doctor didn't tell him to get no therapy. That's why you so mad, you old dried up hoe. Wow! <laughs> god. Oh Jesus! Oh my God! I don't even, I don't I even can't know how to stand that went. Oh my <laughs> god! Really? Where are we? What are we doing? What's happening? I'm lost and confused. Back to what we were talking about. Don't do make Stella train a grandma. Don't do that. But we want no. mess. Do we not? Uh, we uh, let's we... push the fist fighting her. Are we not you know tired? 
are we not tired of all the Negroes being friendly on these soaps? <laughs> yes, we are. But at the same time, don't bring us Stella into this. Well, the thing I'm is, enjoying you this. Know, it, would be me- it would be messy because Stella doesn't respect boundaries and all she would see was that Portia was her grandbaby. You mean Trina? Yeah, Trina was yeah. her grand. That was that would be it. But the thing is, I know for I know for a fact Trina would give her hell. I know she yeah. Trina but also would, <laughs> respectfully, can, but can, Trina would give her hell. <laughs> can we talk about the mess of Portia watching Curtis deal with the fact that his father came back from the dead and not telling him he has a child out there? Oh, that's that's why I don't want it. That's why. <sighs> There's so that's gonna do a lot of damage to that character. I don't want it. There's so like there there there's a lot of tropes that they're piling up here, and I think maybe they need to yeah. take one away. Yeah, let's let's keep Trina's parents who who they are. Give them another child. <laughs> Just, that that's as, that's as clean that. as, that's as clean as we can make it. To be honest, yeah. I can live with that because I I wasn't thinking about Aunt Stella being nobody grandma. <laughs> she don't deserve nothing. Not Aunt Stella being the thing that changes your mind. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, but but for real, I still do want that. Like, I would prefer that. Because honestly, at the like her being getting pregnant by Curtis and giving the child up for adoption could be how Taggart found out about the affair. Yeah. Although I'm trying to remember, did she knew? Did she know that he knew? Um. Well, I think at some point they actually no. I don't think. I don't think she knew he knew. I think he brought up the fact that he knew that there was an affair at some right, point. But I feel like he brought that up recently and she seemed surprised that he knew. Yeah. I don't think she was aware that he knew. Okay. Because because she always made it clear that the affair wasn't what broke their marriage. What if what broke their marriage was the fact that she had to give up the baby and Taggart convinced her to do it? Because, yeah, hopefully because the, the prospect of, of of trina not being taggart's daughter just does not make me happy and maybe they've dropped this i doubt we it. can hope <laughs> i mean we can hope because they literally brought it up right before they exiled jordan out of town i think they're waiting for that yeah i think they're waiting to well then what that. is taking so long to recast her then i don't think they have room right now Kill Amy, maybe we do. Wow. <laughs> Amy ain't the issue. But well, the thing is, I think I think it's closer than we think because they just put Taj on contract. So I think we're going to be seeing more of them and more of him. And I think Jordan will be factoring. I do wonder if um if Taj and Sydney have been working together because she did wish him a happy birthday. Yeah, on Twitter. I've noticed they're very close, but I also thought that was just a black thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, where you find your people. Yeah, I just thought, hey, big bro, hey, little sis. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> I didn't think anything but, of like, it. <laughs> but my, I kind of, I kind of thought that for a second too. But then I'm like, he's bit like he has. I mean, he, I mean, he's been there more now. But yeah, they, they don't, don't interact. Yeah, they don't, they don't really interact yeah, they don't in the really same stories. He's no. barely on when she, you know. So how would they really have known each other? Because he's barely there. And when he is there, they don't interact. So I feel like they got closer because they might be sharing scenes. That's always my first guess. Yeah. But we are getting ready to finally move on to our next thing. Lord only knows where we're going to wind up with this. 
Um, Valentine, who has been missing for days, is finally found and brought to the hospital. He is relatively unharmed, and I'm still not exactly sure what the point of kidnapping him was. Where's Michael Jackson? Why? Uh, Why? Stop. Why? I'm not paying Why? them. <laughs> um, wasn't it to, to stop him from telling everyone that... They could well, turn what? around and did that anyway. So what... I thought, like, to... Uh, I'm confused. Just because Victor is Victor, <laughs> I thought it he, it was purely just to get him out of the way and also to make it so that Peter wouldn't be able to use him as leverage. Yeah, because, well, yeah, that does make sense considering what Peter did use as leverage. <laughs> yeah, it, it, just, it just seemed very weird and screamed James Patrick Stewart had another commitment and needed to be off screen for a bit, so they just kidnapped him. It's possible. <laughs> My man popped up in a pile of trash. I said, wow. I was so confused. I'm like, how did he get there? Like, did he jump from a moving car? Where did he? Like, and obviously Victor had him dumped, but you would think Victor would take more care than to have him dumped in a pile of trash. Yeah, that's why I don't think Victor was letting him go. I think Valentine escaped. Yeah. It was, it was just weird. It was, it was very dis- I, think, <laughs> I think it's just because the timeline was so disjointed. Because yeah. he got snatched and then he just disappeared. Like we didn't, yeah, we no didn't one, hear from him. There was no... Yeah, no one knew he was disappeared. So we assumed, okay, so this is all the same day. They need to fix the pacing. Yeah, well, no, because no, because he, he was gone for a couple of days because Charlotte was worried about yeah, him. The just, day that Charlotte got taken, it had been like two days since... Oh. It had been two days since she heard from Valentine and she was bugging. Oh. And... Cause she, cause Kevin wanted her to go with him, I think to the hospital yeah. and she wanted to stay home because she want, you know, in case Valentine called her and she was worried because, and then she called Nina. Yeah. And Nina paid her dust. And Nina told her to call Anna. And then she was, I think she was about to call Anna when Peter showed up. But at that point, Valentine had been off the grid for two days. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's, it was weird. It was very it was odd. When when he was kidnapped, I had thought it was to keep him from telling the truth about Bailey, but At, yeah, and then they ended up coming out after that. I just stopped caring about what Valentine was. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> it, it was just it was just random. I just I, yeah, it was. I was just like, okay, well, I love me some Vanna, so I'm on. <laughs> yeah, as Aretha would say, beautiful gowns, great gowns. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Will Cooney came back. Cool. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. Well, we can move right along. <laughs> Mac and Dante are in the hospital recovering from the prison escape gone wrong. Mac is in surgery and Dante has a bump on the head, but will be okay. As Mac families, Mac, as Mac's family rallies around, we get wonderful flashbacks of him and Felicia. Seeing, yes. Dante, <laughs> seeing Dante hurt makes Sam realize how she feels and they say, I love you. So do we want to discuss the Mac part of this first or the Dante part of this first? Because I have feelings on the Dante. We'll talk thing. about Mac first because we care more about Mac. Okay. Um, first things first. I know this is my unpopular opinion, but I love me some Felicia. That's big Felicia. Why it's not as unpopular as you think. The only time she yeah. was hated was when she was she written fought. out of character. Yeah, she when they did Luke. that hatchet job on her before she left. I love me some Felicia. So don't Felicia and Mac scenes. Oh, they did it for me. 
the flashback, like that moment oh, where they gave yes. us the flashback. Yeah, that caught that me off guard. <laughs> one, that caught me off guard. And and two, I was like, well, damn, G, trying to remember they no, were so. No, no, it was crazy. Because I was like, I thought only days did this shit here. <laughs> I, I was so shocked. I was like, oh, they dug it. They opened their purse. I said, look. They did, because they that, did. Really that, did. that flashback with Mac and Felicia, was I believe, was from 94, 95? Because it was, I think it was, it was after. HD. No, it wasn't in HD. It was, it was in, it was in. Um, it, was it was better in than standard. what it could be well, true. It was in standard definition because that's why you had the black bars in the flashback. Same thing with uh, the Metro Court flashback with Carly and Sunny. They did had the well, black he, bars because that was in standard because they didn't transition to HD till two thousand nine. It was better what it could have been. If I, was <laughs> I think like Mac they, they opened their purse. They really, yeah, did. they did. I, oh, I just adore them, and like Mac as a character. Mac is one of those characters that we honestly don't get to see enough at all. But when we do, it reminds us why we just Uncle Mac, man. And the Robert. Listen, let me tell you, even as somebody, even as someone who has been watching through osmosis, when Mac was shot, I was distraught. I'm not even gonna laugh. Yeah. Listen, I told. I told you, I think I said it in the group chat. I said, if Mac dies, the show will never know peace again. I no, will never. No, I literally, take... They don't know peace now, I, but it will get worse. I, I <laughs> ran into the group chat yelling, damn, damn, damn. Not Mac. Man, if they had let Peter be responsible for Mac's death. That's oh. the thing. Oh, he would have oh. had to die. He had to go. Bro. He, he still to has to die. Like, he's been yeah, having to die. But Yeah. But the fury that we have for having that man dead would go up ten times. <laughs> we would Let- turn that bitch up. Because I would never, I would never take my chair off their neck. <laughs> Not your chair. <laughs> Jesus, Tony. I just what the <laughs> Well, I don't have the balance to put my foot on their neck, so I have to I I I did not think Mac was in danger. I'm trying to move on. Right? Exactly what they were doing because they, they could have used just some random police escorts yeah. but yeah. making it Mac and then having him be the one severely hurt they Ooh, they knew yeah. exactly what they were doing to us yeah I was yelling they remember they Mac were so water. we got mm-hmm. to get his ass now <laughs> <laughs> I was mad I, tell y'all, y'all, I thought they killed Mac 
no, I didn't think they killed Mac, but they did play on our emotions. Um, I th- the Robert Anna scene about oh. Mac and all the people that, that they've they lost have, that recently. Lost. Yeah. Meanwhile, and okay, I straight I up forgot. Of- I straight up forgot that Mac and Kevin were friends. Yeah, because we haven't oh, seen same. Kevin in a while either. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. Anyway, Ooh, Kevin alone. Yeah, it's funny because I I was a kid. And I remember Mac's debut because I remember Robert helping him out of the water and looking down and recognizing his brother and throwing his ass right back in. I've seen those scenes. (laughs) And that let me know, oh, oh, this is going to be something. (laughs) Meanwhile, so I, because of the mention of the Ice Princess, I decided to hop back into like the Ice Princess playlist. We tried. I don't rec- I don't remember don't recommend it. I don't recommend it. Sorry, it's so it. damn slow. But oh, what Jesus. I do, what I did take from that short time, I did not know Robert Scorpio was a smooth motherfucker like that. <laughs> we tried Y'all. to tell you. I mean, how you think he got Anna and Holly? Um, because the Robert I know was granddaddy age. He's always been a granddaddy. But when I saw that, I said, look at that smooth motherfucker there. <laughs> and that's when it all made sense. It all made sense. I get it now, Anna. I get it. All Robert needed was a gold tooth. <laughs> that's the kind of player I like to see on TV. They need to bring that back. But anyway, the Robert and Anna scene, how can I say this? I want them to I want them to do it, but at the same time, it's like they give off big. I'm trying to think who's that couple on one likes Leah? Some tip of my tongue. Who were good together, but they just gave off good Vicky and Clint. Yes. Yes, Vicky and Clint. That's the vibe they gave to me. Well, I can't believe I guessed that right. I feel like with Robert and Anna, they're one of those couples that if because of their history, it's a door that you can almost always reopen, but you have to do it correctly. And I feel like it's weird because like it was a it was before my time. So I missed like the whole heyday like I was a little little kid but I remember like seeing bits and pieces when I would be home from school or like cat there used to be like a, a soap opera recap show that would come on after school that sometimes I would watch but like if you go on Twitter and you go into the tags to this day there are people who are passionately debating whether it was Robert and Anna, Robert and Holly, or Duke and Anna as like the ultimate in-game couple. So like whatever they did was super, super special and it has resonated with people and people have never forgotten it. People have never let it go. So it's a door that they can always reopen, but I think because it's so special, it has to be done with a lot of care and a lot of attention to detail and attention to history. And I don't, I don't know if they- The writers have don't have that the range, that. but Tristan and Finola do. 
Yeah, like I'm I'm sure that they could sell us any story that they got, but I would No, Tristan and Finola would straight up put the history in there. Like the, I think they would be the type to sit there and rework the scripts and like add stuff in to make it make sense. Yeah, I think they would too. I just hope they're not like Tony Gary and forget certain shit. Cuz remember that? No, that, they don't seem it. They remember, seem Remember that uh debacle with Bill Eckert and Holly Sutton? <laughs> Oh, oh, God. Not. Uh, why? Uh, why, I'm Nick? It. Who hurt you? Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna leave that over there on the playground and y'all know how I feel. Who I feel like Robert should be with at this stage of his life, but you know, I'm probably not gonna get that. So yeah, you're not. I wanted that too. I know what you're talking about, but we're gonna say it. Okay, well, I'm gonna say it. I, I don't. I think maybe you think you want it because I remember when they tried Luke and Anna, and um. Well, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you weren't here for that. No. Was, oh, you well, missed that? Yeah. That was that was weird. One and two. I just well, think who hasn't Luke put his dick in? <laughs> <laughs> That's the issue because I don't think Anna. I don't think of Luke that way. Like Luke, he just he's always just seemed like an old drunk, and I don't think that's what Anna wants. So, <laughs> but Robert doesn't seem that way. He seems like the total opposite of Luke. He's a mess, but he's a, t- a put-together mess. Luke was just, what? why would you do that, Anna? Like, why? <laughs> like, yeah. I, like, if yeah, Laura, like, if Laura wanted to get down with Robert Scorpio, I would understand it. Like, <laughs> just... Yeah. That logical reason had, to go. Yeah, had, had, had Anna and Tracy acting a full... It, it was not great. Didn't though. they have a sex suite? No. Wait, hold on. Did they have a sex? They had Anna and Tracy beefing over Luke. Over Luke. Yeah. Yep. See, that don't even hit right with me because I never jived with Tracy and Luke. See, I think you want Luke and Laura only with each other. And as much but, as you think see, you want, as much as you me, think you want Laura and Robert to together, if they actually tried to do that, I don't think it would work for you. I think once you got it, you'd be like, yeah, no, put her back with Luke. Personally, the automatic default, if we were going to get Luke and Laura, it should have been Luke and Holly and Laura and Robert. Either Maybe Holly Scott. and Robert fans are going to scalp you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, don't... Them. I don't know them old geezers. And see, anyway. that's the thing. If you, you're talking out of history now because it was always for Robert for Holly. It was always Robert for Holly. Yeah, Luke, Luke happened because Robert was not there. Literally, didn't it happen when Robert was presumed dead? Yep. Okay, but switching over into the Dante side of this, does anybody uh, care that Dante and Sam said "I love you"? No, I like I him. Want when to. Was, hold on, I hold want on, to. I want to too, on. but they have literally not built up to this at all. Yeah, I felt it was I fast. Would, I care. I cared when it was Teresa Lopez Fitzgerald. That part. That's when I when cared. It was her. I and saw. The, I saw chemistry with them. I've there never seen chemistry there, there but like there's other ladies. They yeah. They but haven't done no found, enough. For, there's um, no foundation, and so even because even the scenes with Lindsay Hartley there, where she was talking about being conflicted between Dante and Drew when she was 
weirdly talking to Spinelli. Which is weird, weird because when Kelly Monaco came back, she acted like that wasn't even an issue when she was talking to Drew. But and that's the thing, there hasn't been a buildup on either side no. of of her even like we we've seen Drew wanting Sam. That's been established. But we have not established where she falls in all of this. It seemed to me like she was perfectly happy with Dante and perfectly cool co-parenting with Drew and that those boundaries were set and those lines weren't going to be crossed. So all of a sudden she's talking... So all of a sudden she's talking to Spinelli about being torn and confused and she doesn't know what the hell she wants. And I'm like, I'm so what is happening? I'm so sick of Spinelli. I don't know what the damn do. All they have him do is play with Lona to everybody in their damn city. That's all you know, he and so sit there and gossip we, the whole damn time. And then he made me mad about the whole Maxi situation. You 35, bro. That shit was also, 15 years ago when you was pining for, but you 30 fucking five now. Also, your ball okay, I'm going to interrupt. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Are you done? Because I have another point to make. I had to let that go. Okay. Well, you have let it go. It is gone. Um, also, it was giving me um, like weird vibes to Dante and Lulu because the first time she said she loved him was after Dante was shot. Yeah. So I, yes. However, however, there was a like Dante and Lulu were constantly on screen. They were p- playing right. that up for months. Yeah, so with, like, I mean, it's yeah. it's one of my favorite Dante and Lulu scenes. Don't get me wrong. Like one of my favorite Dante and Lulu scenes, and Dante wasn't even in this scene. It was actually a Lulu Nicholas scene when she was sitting there saying, "I love him so completely." Like that's one of my favorite scenes ever. But there was buildup there that was absent here. So then to do something similar without the buildup to it, it was a choice. Yeah. I think that's an overarching problem with GH because it's it's the same with, you know, Finn and Liz. Like we don't, Finn and Liz, Ooh. Molly and TJ, we don't, Sasha and Brando. We don't see these people enough to really get invested in their big to get invested in them and then you throw them a big story moment and it's just like yeah well okay because like they got together like the first time Dante and Sam got together like their first love scene was right after she found out Jason was dead that was weird (laughs) that in itself was weird then the the timing of that was interesting like I wasn't like it uh, yeah, like it, it didn't upset me, but I thought yeah. Sam, I thought Sam would have been a bit more broken up about it because of who they've told me Sam was for ten years. Like, you know what was... it gave me? What? <laughs> like, if you've been watching for a while, okay, you know all the Jason Morgan box of pain jokes. Yeah, where he used to have his little box in the closet. It gave me the one scene that we got after Courtney died. And he's standing by the closet door and he takes out his little box and he looks at her picture. And then we get the flashback of their first kiss in the rain. He looked sad for 20 seconds. He put the box up and then he went upstairs to Sam. And that was the end of Jason Morning Courtney. Like that was <laughs> that was what we got. So it was it was very that it was very uh, you know sam through the glass sam was upset and then sam what what he did now but so. his dick upstairs right? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Wait, hold on. I have to do the one. It's finally bad. Pull my pants to the side, Don Pat. Barely saw them after New Year's Eve. Barely. Yeah, like they're just there hasn't and I don't mind Dante and Sam. I really don't. Like they don't, I don't either. I think they're kind of cute. Okay. I just okay, haven't my, my seen them is, enough to get like invested. So my question is, are Lulu and Dante still married? No, they're, no. Divorced. they're divorced. They're divorced. Okay. Not like Jordan. They've, been, and they've been divorced for years because after he left to go to treatment after his whole mind control thing, um, he sent her divorce papers. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he thought he was gonna like he thought he was gonna hurt Lulu or the kids, so he left. To so it wasn't treatment. a slow pain for death. They just went ahead and killed the whore. Yeah, yes. So Ooh, they were yikes. like they were divorced when he came back, and um, he want like when he came back and he was clear, he wanted her back, but she was with Dustin, and Dustin was Dustin proposed to her. But she was getting ready to dump him to go back to Dante. Who was Dustin? Brody Lawson. Brody okay, when I came back, Lulu was on the stretch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was dead that, by then. Yeah. He had, he just had gone to the upper room. That was so damn he pointless. Died? He dead. I thought this was a thread that was going to come up later. And I guess not. No, he, they, that was so damn pointless. Because I did like them. That was probably like the first. Damn, he dealt it in Luke. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, we, him, we, him got blowed up. Him we, did, we, did. Saw, we saw him die. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> she, she, was, she was about to turn him down when the. Because unpopular opinion, Luke ain't dead yet. He ain't dead yet. I don't. Yeah. I hope he's not. Because this is if, if he actually is dead, then this is the shittiest. Um, tribute to the him bit, most lackluster thing. Yeah, I don't we only got one p- good part, and that was Laura talking to his picture. Yeah, but yeah, Dante and Sam. If you wanted me to care about their "I love you," you needed to build up to it, and there was nothing there. So this happened, and it just kind of threw me for a loop. And it's kind of giving me Jake and Gabby vibes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, Jake and Gabby were on screen, and we just didn't like what we were seeing. <laughs> but they were on screen, but they weren't together. And then they are together, but we don't know why they're together. We're told that they love each other, but we don't know why. Well, yeah, she just loved the first man who came along since Jason. That's it. Well, wasn't she? Was she with anybody else? Um, Patrick, she liked Patrick. I liked her and Patrick, even though yeah, they look like siblings. Her and Patrick. Even though they look kind of like siblings, I would prefer that over this. <laughs> you know what? Let's move on. <laughs> what? Let's, let's, <laughs> let's get into kind of the meat and potatoes of the week here. Peter has Fine. escaped and he makes a beeline for Louise. With Bailey Lou missing, Maxie and Brooklyn decide to tell the truth. Everyone is shocked, but ultimately understands why they did what they did. So what did we think of the truth finally coming out? I'm just glad it's out. Free Weezy. (laughs) 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 No. I'm glad it's out. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. No, no, what bothers me is nobody's mad. Yeah, like everybody patting them on the head and telling them how brave they were. I think Dante. Oh, I think I think Dante should be mad. I think yeah. at this point, had this come out and 
Bailey was fine, everybody would be a lot angrier. But yeah. because it came out after Peter had already taken Bailey, Maxie's point was proven. So they really yeah. can't be mad at her because the the reason she did it is literally staring them in the face. Yeah, you did all that, and he still got the baby. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my thing is, I just want a Felicia to dog walk Maxie. Because Felicia but also, that- Felicia's so worried about Mac right now that I don't even think she would have the energy to do it even if she was. That should have amped her up even more. And maybe once they get the baby back, maybe because Felicia, Felicia been running herself ragged looking for Weezy ass. And Weezy was in Port Charles the whole time. Because my thing is, like, and I don't didn't have an issue with Maxie's original plan to protect the baby. Where things went wrong for me is who they chose not to tell. Same. Like, I feel like Anna and Valentine and Felicia should have been in on it. I, I, honestly, I think the big letdown for me would have to be hold on, my thought just jumped across the room, I don't know where it went but um to me the biggest letdown is that exactly, she didn't tell certain people who should have known I feel like Obert and Britt should have known Obert would have known if Britt had delivered the baby yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she wouldn't have went running behind Obert with Jason, she would have known no, don't do that because I actually like Britt and Jason. But what? so did I, I against I did my will. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I wasn't shading them. I'm saying Every, that's what happened. Everything I've now, enjoyed about I Jason Morgan Jason. since like since the cottage hell era, I have enjoyed against my will. So <laughs> I can't stand Jason, but he him and Britt was good. But I feel ever like ever since Brit he made Brit. Robin live in Brenda's cottage with that winch in her spawn. Ooh. I fucking hated that I, shit. I have hated Jason ever since. I ever since. I hated that shit. I wanted Robin to punch her in her face until both I wanted her, her to throw everybody out of her cottage. That was her shit. All of y'all, get, I, I wanted her to Angela Bassett. Get your shit and get the fuck out. All of y'all. <laughs> Take every diaper, every wipe, every nipple, get out. Good God. Take your little red-headed bastard and get out of my house. Get out. I'm not like, y'all don't understand too. when I say that I hate certain characters. Like it has it is long standing and it goes deep. Like this was back in like 90s. 1998? You're late. But <laughs> yeah. well, to be fair, even as a kid, I didn't like Jason because he always came off as a smug <laughs> master. As a smug bastard, he always been one. So, uh, but yeah, I feel like I feel like Ned should have knew. Olivia did knew, and she caught amnesia. <laughs> I could kind of understand Brooklyn not 
telling Ned because yeah, he wouldn't have been sense. for the bullshit. Ned no, would not have been sense. for it. But Felicia, Anna, and Valentine needed to know because especially Valentine because. Maxie's whole thing with when Chase found out was you're a good man. I know that you are not going to be able to do what needs to be done if Peter shows up. Valentin, on the other hand, absolutely would. No has double tap that bitch. No <laughs> hesitation. So, because when he did hesitate, Peter turned Peter made it worse for him. So yep. he's learned. He learned his lesson. But, but it's just mm-hmm. like, it, yeah, it's just certain people I feel like they should have clued in. But at the end of the say, day, at the end I of the story. I, I did like the way the reveal played. Like Kirsten and Amanda laid those scenes. And yeah. honestly, like it's been amazing. Yeah. And this can kind of take us into our next thing. Brooklyn and Chase are blaming themselves for the baby going missing. Ned is there to support Brooklyn. And Finn is there to support Chase. And my tear ducks got a workout on these days because good oh, lord. When Chase crashed oh. into Matt Bang's arms. Yeah. Oh, yes. They were acting. When Ned, Ned and Brooke Lynn, they were acting. Ned is such like, a good daddy. He, he is. Because she looked at him. The only like, one on this show. <laughs> <laughs> she Listen, Mac. we got Ned. We got Mac. <laughs> she looked at him and she's like, do you hate me? And he's like, listen, I, I have a granddaughter who I fell in love with, who I now found out isn't mine. That hurts. I'm not going to lie. But I've also never been more proud of you. When I tell you the tear, the, the tears were flowing like I was weeping at my desk. And then, like Michael said, with the with the Finn and Chase scenes, like who stop I calling actually, that man McBain. Let it I actually <laughs> use the character name he has, sir. <laughs> Just so so good. And the way that Chase was supporting Brooklyn through this. Yeah, really. Oh. Listen, I, I need us to get past this baby thing so Brooklyn can ride Chase like a BMX. <laughs> get past what? I, I, get, get past what? Because Weezy better be going back to Brooklyn. You know. <laughs> well, she is for, well, she is for she now. She is for now, yeah. For now, for now you for, know we're not going to get the keeper. For, Michael, let that go because that's not happening. Or I'm, I'm going down there and I'm tearing up Monica's house. Well, then you better book a flight to LA and go to Prospect Studios because based on how the reveal played, she is absolutely getting that baby back. Kill so them. I would just prepare kill myself them. now. Kill the baby then. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what what, what Messi going to do with three more kids? What Messi going to do? Okay, Ike. <laughs> Yeah. She didn't need no more children. No, she I didn't. was happy. She really you. didn't. Yo, why and was BLQT <laughs> stayed over in Quartermain Mansion? If she goes back to Maxie, they might as well kill that baby because Maxie don't need no more kids. There is no if she is going back to Maxie. This is like kill the baby I don't need. I need GH to not do no more baby switches. This is the second time I have wanted the baby to stay with the person they were with. And I know that I'm not supposed to be feeling that way. I did not want Michael to get Wiley back. <laughs> I don't want Maxie to get Bailey back. I'm not supposed to Weezy. be feeling that way. Y'all done did something wrong. Yo, why was I on Twitter 
the day it aired. And I said, to be honest, Peter can disappear with Bailey. Maxie didn't need any other children anyway. So my goal response, Maxie has other kids. <laughs> <laughs> like we, it, it just, we ain't no seen, we ain't seen, we ain't seen James since he was six months old. <laughs> first things first, first things first. God. Finale is a single dad at this point. That's <laughs> wow. the only that's the only place Mass Georgia be at. She be with Finale. Hell, he might have been a good Spinelli's a good daddy. <laughs> Spinelli's a good dad. Yeah. He <laughs> no, he's annoying not. Shit, bro. No, he's a he's, he's a he's a terrible partner, but he's not a bad dad. If he was a good dad, his baby wouldn't have lost her caretaker because he wanted to play mob man. <laughs> Ellie been taking care. Ellie has been in Georgie's life as a mother figure since that child was in diapers. And I want somebody. To he call don't. And he out. blew up that relationship because he wanted to play behind you. And you know what? Never mind. Let me. But you know, now, I want Jason's somebody. Under a and now Jason's dead. Now he dead, and you by yourself, no. dumbass. At the end of the day, at the end of this, I want someone to call Maxie on this. She ain't no better than Felicia at this point because she keeps putting her children in these predicaments after people tells her multiple times, mind your cooch, close your legs, and stop <laughs> sleeping with these men you barely know. Well, and now, what does she do? And I'm what sorry, does she sleeping, do? No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. Sleeping with men she barely knew. She's had a child with every man she's like. Spinelli, she was in a committed relationship with at one point. No, Granted, no, no, I'm not talking about Not at the time that Georgie was conceived. I'm not she talking about everyone. I'm talking about everybody after Nathan. Everybody oh, after Nathan. Peter. That hasn't been anybody but, but, but my Peter. thing is, But my thing is, people have been telling her for how long about this man. Okay, and you waited good true. and well until after you pregnant. So I, I can't feel sorry for Nancy, and I never can after this okay, because everybody and their great grandmammy. That's the same thing. You should have mind no, your future after everybody saying. told you. After everybody should told you that this man wants shit, you still laid down with him. That's why I cannot feel bad for any of the things that happened to Maxie after that point because everybody and their great great grandmammy told her. <laughs> No, because you're sitting here acting like she's literally just like I don't feel sorry for She's not sunny. Well, there was shit, but <laughs> that's a different conversation. But at the same time, it's like with Sarah. I don't feel sorry for you on that island because you put yourself there because you didn't beat feet. <laughs> <laughs> that scene will forever bother. I was so mad. I don't feel sorry for people who put themselves in predicament and everything that Maxie has been through this past year is a lot. Two years. <laughs> it's on her. That's that's why I feel like she shouldn't get this baby back. She don't Do need you deserve it. a child. She don't need. Do you it. deserve her? Like I, what I want. If we being completely honest, you put yourself in this predicament by getting pregnant with her. Like how everybody told you. How I want this to end is for Maxie to be the one to kill Peter, and for Maxie to be so destroyed by what she put herself in that she that decides she that she breaks and decides. Brooklyn, you raise her. I can't do it because I'm going to be reminded constantly of what her father was. And, and I would what be I okay did. with that. I just don't see that happening realistically. Yeah, no, it's not it it ain't going to happen. I just, but, I, but I want it. I just Because it would be such an unexpected thing to happen. Because we all know, since this thing started, we knew Max was going to get that baby back. But if she gets, if she 
it's whatever happens with Peter in the end takes her to a place where she just can't deal with it. I would be okay with that. And I want Felicia to say at the end, see, now you get it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. I'm going to go ahead and move us further what? into this story before we venture even further over the rainbow. What did um, I do? No, I just we've been going we've just been going all over the world this week. Peter goes to Victor for help escaping. Victor thinks he can kill Peter and return Bailey, but Peter has kidnapped Charlotte as insurance. Victor reluctantly gives him safe passage in exchange for Charlotte's location. She returns to the hospital just as Valentine finds out she's missing, and Valentine and Laura are very suspicious, and Laura makes her suspicions quite clear in one of my favorite Jeannie Francis scenes of the year. That was good. Man, <laughs> I wanted Shane to shoot the shit out of him. He almost did. She should have yeah. shot him it's anyway. About- You're a Cassidon. You can find him. It's something about Charles trying to shoot with a gun that makes me go shoot his ass. Shoot his ass. Because I felt the same way when he held that gun up and being in that hotel room. That damn Peter is such but, a slippery bastard. Oh my god, I want him to die so bad. I'm just, I'm just getting here and I want him dead. Because first you burnt Welcome. my Tano. Welcome. Oh my you god, let go of the Tano. Not the Tano. I never let that go. Listen, no, this is, the burning down the channel was the best thing Peter ever did. Well, no, I think yeah, burning down. You. I think, <laughs> I think, I think killing off Drew, the, the terrible Drew, was the best thing Peter ever did for me. Um, <laughs> but also, but he, he, he got rid of he got channel. rid of Franco as well. But we also got Austin, so I don't know how good that ended. <laughs> yeah, I, but again, but anyway, he burned down the channel. That was his first fight with me. So when he took Weezy from Brooklyn. And her mama. (laughs) We got to kill his ass, y'all. We got to get him out. And then he can't. It would be better if he could act because he's very much Stefano Helena esque. If he being real, the two things that take me away from is the fact that they have a Navy SEAL. Pop out the damn sailor shooting at him on their bridge, <laughs> and none of the bullets hit him. None of them. That's what bothered me. And then and two, the acting is terrible. That's terrible. always that's always been the problem with Peter, though. Like on a conceptual, the acting was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like the things that they have to do to other characters to make him work. Yeah, a Navy Seal. That's always been the <laughs> issue with him. He doesn't work unless they compromise every character around him to make him work. And when wasn't you have to Emma do that, that's a sign of failure. Yeah, Anna was there too. Wait, wasn't she busting too? Yeah, and she, nobody hit him? She was shooting. No, yep, yeah. Anna the That's Peter. Well, the hatchet job that was done to Anna at the altar of Peter is honestly something. I will go to my grave. I heard about that, more. but I, I don't know the full extent of that. Oh, I, heard I, don't, I don't feel like raging more than I already have this episode, so I'm not going to break that down for you. We'll tell you, so, off, uh, we'll uh, tell you off air. <laughs> okay, so yeah. answer question. They had her playing stupid for him, is what I've been hearing. Very Willingly. much so. Yep. Yeah. She knew there That's was a possibility that he may not be her son, and she actively chose not to find out and to protect his ass. Because she felt bad for him? Well, she had she basically had memories of him being her son. So she, I guess there was an emotional attachment. But once she figured out, okay, 
through science that this is not her son, it's her nephew. I think people expected her to dish, to shift and she didn't. And the thing is, okay, she never okay, went to find okay, out. Okay, here's my question. Here's my question. So Peter is Alex's son, right? With, yeah, Alex's son yeah. with Faison. With Faison. Why didn't see this on all my children? Listen, we don't, okay, the, that whole thing, like the, the Alex from a from Pine Valley and the Alex from Port Charles are two completely different people. Yeah, that's not. Yep. So, I, I, so wait, okay. So Peter's dad is not the. No, okay. Peter's daddy is Faison. Cesar Faison. But you didn't Alex, know this. But didn't I just see Alex? Hold on, I wasn't here. <laughs> I was absent. Hold on, but didn't I see Alex have a whole marriage on? Yeah, we don't. We don't know. Fam, we don't know. Well, we don't know. Yeah, she did get married to Dimitri, yes. When but, they, but when they did the when they did the all my children reboot. Y'all thought that we talked about this. Y'all <laughs> thought that we talked about this. Because when I asked about this months ago, when he jumped off that ship, did nobody have any answers for me? Because we don't have we don't, any. Well, look, the only thing we know is that Alex and Dimitri divorced before the All My Children reboot happened. That's all we know. That's all we know. Okay. We have no we idea when we don't Alex know why lost they divorced. her second mind. Yeah, we don't and, know. and they drove her crazy? We don't, <laughs> Sam, <laughs> we don't know. She we don't showed know. up in Port Charles in, a homicidal maniac. Oh, oh, That's all we know. So y'all been going for years with no answers on this? <laughs> no, we, don't, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Like, my... This <laughs> we one don't the last know. They have fame. not explained... They have not explained a thing. Like my I will personal... say this. This happened in Salem because we would have burned the establishment <laughs> to the ground <laughs> if we got some answers. Like the only like my personal theory, and, and this is just because I watched that story arc on all my children. My personal theory is that whatever brainwashing Charlotte did on Alex, that she had Wait, Charlotte. Initial- yeah, you know, not their mom or what? what's her name? That was their, that was their, their, their mom or grandma. Well, that, was their, that, like, that was their, that oh, was their okay, aunt. Okay, yeah, their aunt. I vaguely their, remember. Yeah. yeah, that was their I aunt by marriage and her. she stole one of them. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But I could remember her name. It's very funny that her name is Charlotte, but yeah, we'll Charlotte. go there later. Yeah, because <laughs> for a minute we, we thought that was who Valentina's mama was. Yeah, that was, hey. <laughs> so, but that's not right, what yeah. happened. If they, were, if they were smart, they would make Charlotte Anna's daughter, but you know. Whatever, whatever brainwashing, I always, my personal theory is that the brainwashing that Charlotte did to Alex in order to try to get her to kill Anna once upon a time, whatever it is that she did was ultimately triggered. And that's why Alex is nutty cuckoo now, because that's the only explanation. Because the last time we saw Alex, she was not this. She was not anywhere close to this. That explanation bothers me because I remember Alex and Anna being close on AMC. Yeah, Alex. So you would think that Anna would try to be figuring out what's going on with. Uh, listen, like I said, we we're not. <laughs> that's like the only semi logical explanation that I can have because that I have personally because it's the only thing that explains such a drastic personality shift. Because they tried to brainwash her into killing Anna once before, and it almost worked. So I remember that. And that's like the it. only thing I got. That's the 
only thing I got because nothing else makes any sense. It's like a totally so different character. How long has Peter been on screen? Since 2017. <laughs> so y'all have gone almost five years and y'all ain't got no backstory on this? Like no logical? We have backstory. We just don't have backstory for the Alex part of it at all. Nope. Yeah, and like the, the initial Peter backstory, like the initial backstory of Peter's conception never made sense. Was what sent people into overdrive of their hatred of Peter. Like before that, like he was just kind of there. The moment, okay. the moment they, now he wasn't even that annoying yet because we didn't see him much. The moment they said that he was Anna and Faison's child, all hell broke loose. And I remember it vividly. <laughs> but people never accepted that then they rewrote it but the thing is they, then they rewrote it worse was it worse i mean that part made that made about a bit more sense it's just that the fact that they didn't, didn't have anna immediately change tactics with him that's the thing that hit me like she got she she found out about the memory mapping found out that there's a possibility that the memory the memories that she has of giving birth to peter are not actually hers and she did not immediately run to the nearest dna lab to get a dna test yeah i forgot how she found out but it was like they basically had to her hand had to be forced like she didn't want to figure it out and that was like that's so not Anna. Exactly. That's all very, very weird to me. Yeah, like everything they did to try to fix this never fixed it. Nope. But I will say the aging of Charlotte has finally made sense. Did it? They needed, did it? They, needed I... Char- they needed Charlotte to be old enough to stay home alone. But I didn't care. Oh, I, I guess. He could have He, he could have whooped the nanny's ass and took it. Like right. he didn't. Like, like, because I, I miss because old Charlotte. I, <laughs> oh, I no, because too, I but. said group message. I do not connect to Charlotte as being Laura and Luke's granddaughter. So when she got took, I was just like, oh well. Okay. Well, that's because, like Dylan said, she's never been played. She's always been played as the cast guy. Yeah. Yeah, she's Laura's but, granddaughter, but even that connection is not played as much. And 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 like I said in the group message, uh, you know, no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. A large part of that is due to your girl, because she mm-hmm. she undermined Lulu and Laura at every opportunity when Valentin was. Oh, Valentine is very obsessive and possessive about people and things that he sees as his. And he was not trying to yeah. He, yeah, he was not trying to share Charlotte with anyone and Nina was right there enabling that every step of the way. He only got better about it like right before Lulu went boom. Yeah. Literally, and that was only because he was seeing how negatively it was affecting Charlotte. But like Charlotte's never been a spinster. That's part of why it was so easy for her to torment Aiden the way she did. Oh like, yeah, I she's, about that. she's she's never she's never really been part of that family. She's never no. been part of that family. Laura needs to sit all her badass grandkids down and have <laughs> <talk> to, because. <laughs> 
I'm tired. <laughs> but can, can we can we just talk about Laura and her badassness? Oh, because like she she played it civil. She hugged him and, and was all like. That's only because civil. that's only because Charlotte was there. That's right. Only Charlotte was there. Was there. She she went in for the hug. She whispered in his ear and then pulled out of the hug and was like, "Bye bye now." <laughs> I screamed. Listen, Laura. Laura says she is not the one or the two. Not on this day. Laura's tired. Laura's tired. <laughs> it's been 40 years of this shit. She is tired. Honestly. <laughs> Literally, it's been 40 years. It was 40 years last November. Like she, she she's is tired of the cast down, down everything cast on. <laughs> she she has had enough. She's only she only tolerates Nicholas and Spencer because they're hers. Uh, she barely <laughs> tolerate Nicholas at this point. And that's understandable well, that's because, because he's an asshole. <laughs> Nicholas is showing his cathodine side at the moment. Yep. And, but I will say, I like that Valentine is suspicious of Victor. Yeah. The, Anna and Valentine immediately knew. He's, also, where's Leslie? He's full of shit. Um, you don't get to see her anymore. I would like to see Leslie in this. I know her brain is mush now, but... It's not, but... No, she's better. What? But what you want to see her do? I would like to see her commentary in this. I mean, we don't, just like Roman, we don't need to see him fully invested in stories with Sammy, Allie, and Adam. We just need his input and his commentary. And I feel like Leslie is being sorely missed because I feel like Leslie will get Spencer all the way to go. No, I don't believe no, Laura's the only one who can. No, Laura's think... the only one who's got any kind of pull with Spencer, and that's because Laura is yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you gotta remember who you forget hold Laura to pass. But, but I don't think Spencer knows Leslie like that. Yeah, I don't think he knows her like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Because let's not forget, Leslie used to live with Nicholas in Italy. She, she did, yep. but I don't know how but long. Spencer was in boarding school in France at that point. Damn, His, who raised that boy? Laura. The, the, the help. The help, and then once Nicholas was gone, it was Laura. That's terrible. And that's, and that's why we that's why, why we keep calling Nicholas a terrible father because he yeah. did not raise Spencer. He was there, but he didn't raise him. See, I, I remember was old Nicholas and little Spencer always being together. But the the thing with Nicholas as a father, and I say this as someone who who was out, uh, a Nicholas Castan stand, it's not that Nicholas did not love Spencer. He always loved his child. He just never prioritized his child. That part. And so always was second to whatever was going on with Nicholas's penis at the time. And, and then, uh, let's be honest, Nicholas doesn't know what a real father is, if we're being honest. No. Uncle Stefan raised him. Hell, he Uncle don't Stephen know. Uncle Stefan raised him. He and didn't... even then, that was very tumultuous. He didn't know what a real Uncle mother Stephen was until he was 16. Him. And even see he being a little bitch to Laura, but I'm watching. I'm watching that currently, y'all. So. Yeah. But no, because the 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 thing is, like, even if you compare their experiences, Nicholas was the center of Stefan's world. Yeah. Spencer Ooh, was yeah. never the center yes. of Nicholas's world. Nicholas was. Babe. It was always Emily. It was Liz. Babe. It was always. It was always whatever was going on in his love life, which is why this whole thing with Ava 
is not a surprise. Whatever woman he's with, that is where his priorities have always landed. It's probably why a lot of people also why you had to say that. That's it probably why a lot of people also excuse it because a lot of people excuse it and say Spencer's just acting out just to act out. No, this is a pattern with Nicholas. Can, is there any way we could bring Stefan back? I wish we could. I well, wish we could. Because, because honestly, I would love to see Stefan come home and just hold Nicholas. You let this short hair wench come over your family? <laughs> <laughs> I, to be honest, I think that's the only person that could, that would call him out on. And then I want Lord to get a case of the loose knees. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what? Nope, nope. nope. You know, Lord. I mean, it's like there's a reason why little bitty Spencer was ready to run away and live with Brit. Like, yeah, he's always his his father has never. There is a scene of Nicholas. It, this just shows you why this just shows you Spencer well, has never been Nick, Spencer's never been Nick's priority there's a scene of Nicholas and Robin talking in the park oh, yeah. while it, it it's when Elizabeth is pregnant with Aiden Spencer is playing in the sandbox and Nicholas is telling Robin that he feels like he's never properly bonded with Spencer and the and she's like, okay, so you're trying to do it now. And the way that it comes off the entire scene, it's like, yeah, he he realizes that, you know, he has not gotten that connection with his child that he should have, but he's only doing it now because Liz is about to have a baby and he wants to show that he can be a good co-parent and potentially a good partner because he loves her and he wants a family with her i mean so let's not forget that the, baby. let's not forget that the the first nanny that he hired that for crazy Spencer colleen ended up being batshit crazy well, let's let's be through honest, a lot. Be honest yeah here. she stole Spencer him lo- like nicholas loves spencer off the simple fact of that was his child with courtney and once courtney left the picture hi <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> like he loved, he's always loved Spencer. Like he can like go his back to light life. went out. Yeah, like his motivation kind of was like, like Courtney's gone. Well, I don't think it's. I don't think Courtney's death is what broke him. I think Emily's death is what broke him. Yeah, it, it yeah. is definitely Emily's death. There's I think. Also- I think if Emily was here, he probably would have been better he'd have been a he wouldn't have been great he would have been better the moment emily died that was all she wrote for nicholas as one as a person probably as a husband and two as and three as a dad because let's not forget that nicholas was all ready to die just so he could live with tumor yep he was ready to leave spencer an orphan so he could keep hallucinating emily and humping couches and shit it was <laughs> Where was we? Where were we? <laughs> Talk about that. I'm glad I don't remember that because that's not, you know what? <laughs> Let's move on. And, uh, oh no, th- th- this tumor story happened first. The new one happened a couple years later. That's what they Let's move yeah. on. <laughs> okay. With safe passage secured, Peter calls Maxie to meet him. 
After finding out Austin was the one who told Victor about Bailey Lou, she gets angry and uses that as her escape to meet Peter. Once she goes there, she tells Peter she will go with him, but they have to leave the baby behind. He ultimately agrees, so they drop her off at a safe haven spot and leave. I didn't like that. I didn't like that whole idea. I didn't like the whole safe haven thing. It was just weird to me. No, it's, it, it's it was, not weird. It's like a baby lost and found. <laughs> but, it's, but that's real. That's it's a thing, though. <laughs> yeah. What happened to giving them away at the hospital? It's hospitals that, it, and it, fire stations. Hospitals, it's, it's both of them because yeah. otherwise, because too, no, too many kids were getting left in dumpsters. It was giving, it was giving me dumpster baby vibes. Like you have them in an alley, give them away at the fire station. It was weird. I know it happens, but I don't like to be reminded of it. But, <laughs> <laughs> that that's a dark. I don't the like only to think thing about that that I bumped on is that it was Peter's idea because from Maxie that actually would have been really smart because that would have been a way to get Bailey back to Brooklyn without him realizing it. But knowing that Peter doesn't want Bailey with Brooklyn, having that be Peter's idea completely threw me off. Well, it was, but wasn't it Max's idea not for, for them not to take the baby? It was just Peter's idea, idea for them to take the baby Wait, to the fire station. Was, yeah, yeah. The, that's where it lost me. But my, but just side note before before we dive into can... Kirsten Storm's back must be hurting from all the heavy lifting she was doing. My yeah, she carried. Ashley started dressing her, but it's better. It's it's better. Do that. It's be- much better. Cause she looked amazing at Ned and Olivia's wedding. She did. But I will also but, say, like, I actually felt for Maxie and, like, listening to her try to convince Peter not to take Louise. Not to take Louise. And and then her goodbye to the baby, I broke. But also her I felt using, nothing. <laughs> also, her using Peter's own childhood and history against him was brilliant because she was like yeah. you you your father took you around the world and all these places because and of his obsession it. and you hated it and you resented him for it don't do this to our child we can well, well, the she, fact that she said we could have another baby and that's what convinced him is the wild part <laughs> like, again uh, again that's that was something that was weird him coming up with the firehouse idea was weird it was just all weird, and let me tell you why. Because it really came off as Peter really doesn't give a fuck about these children. He just wants Maxie as he is. Yeah, Maxie as he is, and he wants Maxie with him. And that's the that's where it is. Is always... it really because for for me as a new viewer, it seemed like his point of view was always, "I want my daughter. I want my daughter. I want my daughter." At it's that moment, it became it's obvious been, that it's always been Max. He's, he's wanted his daughter because that was that was yeah. his daughter with Maxie. That yeah, that exactly. was his connection to Maxie. If he, he had he, a kid with any other woman, that kid would have been paid dust. Hence, okay. why he was paid dust by Faison. It was wild. He Faison didn't know who his mother was, but it wasn't Anna, so he didn't give a damn. Yeah, like that. That's why. That's why this falls really, really. This does not give what it needs to have gave for me (laughs) because I understand what they're trying to do, but it does not work. They want this to be a parallel. They want they want to draw the same parallels with Maxie and Peter that we have with Faison and Anna. And And it does not work because Peter is not Faison. Peter does not have that gravity. He doesn't have that menacing aura. He doesn't he, he. 
He doesn't have. He could have. The acting was better. He doesn't have the range. It just it and it just falls. Not only that, Faison been chasing after Anna since she was three. Like he he is like Faison's obsession with Anna is probably his defining character trait. Yeah, like she is the one thing that he could never have. And because mm-hmm. of that, she is the one thing that he pursued to the end. Had and, not like, the to the point where <laughs> <laughs> like to the point where when he thought that she was dead, he transferred that obsession onto Felicia because that was as close as he could get. Like th- that's that, why that, Liesl, that creeped me out even more. That's why Liesel has such smoke for Anna. Because she was had. always the stand-in. Yeah, had. They should never get along, by the way. But <laughs> but that's why that's why there was so much resentment there for her because she knew that she was standing for animal But if I was about to, own, I would have every chance I did. That was Anna didn't tell you to do it, first right? Listen, that was that was you decided to put those clown shoes on. Look, 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 look. Look, I don't always agree with being a hater, but sometimes <laughs> it's justified. <laughs> it is justified. And Obert had every right to be a hame ass bitch. No, she did. Not I don't to care. Yes, you do. If, if First my of all, woman she, told no, you me to put a mask on <laughs> of another man. Then you hold this smoke for the man, not the person who the mask is on. Oh, the smoke for everybody. Everybody involved. First of all, because I'm if, not bitter. I'm if, mad as hell. If if Faisal didn't give it in when he nutted her the first time, why she do it again the second time? That's her fault. That is her issue. She made those stupid choices. Yep. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not saying she shouldn't. I'm not saying she shouldn't. He just but said when he... the mask came on the equation, <laughs> everybody got to go down. Everybody got to go down. <laughs> oh, Jesus. They've done a lot of work with Obrex since then because she's come along. Yeah. She's come along. I would have been way. throwing shoes at them every chance I saw her. But yeah, I don't care if I'm at work. And then Obrek do not need to be friends. (laughs) But it's like, I get it. You know, to bring it back to Peter, that's what they're trying to give. The depth of the obsession that Faison had with Anna, that's what we're supposed to be getting from Peter and Maxie. Would it work better if it was Robin and not Maxie? What do you think? We would obviously have to change who Peter's mother would be. But if Peter, if, if we're trying to draw the phase on Anna parallel, would it work better with Anna's daughter? Mm, I think it could have. I think it could have. But also, but think, also they just need a better. I think, like, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to. Yeah, like, I don't want to. I don't want to drag. I don't want to drag. I don't want to be that person. Oh no! Well, but for what? <laughs> <laughs> for what they want this role to be. West he doesn't does deal with me. Yeah, yeah. This is not like if you go back. Have the multiple takes to find his match. And yeah. why Hallowell was the furthest he was supposed to go. 
to yeah, be honest, for me personally, he's very, very hit or miss. I haven't hated everything, but it also didn't help that the writing for him was so inconsistent and all over the place. I mean, that man was growling in the hospital. I, I, and, 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 yeah, yeah. And <laughs> when that. and when he's bad, I will say it. I can't believe that Mexican. So that's like he's that, literally that, talking that, another language. Like, <laughs> 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 not. Hey, was he talking? Was he talking parcel tongue? Like in Harry Potter? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Harry Potter, so. But like I did, I didn't hate his entire performance, but I can tell because whenever he goes over the top, it lasts for so like he doesn't he like he doesn't have small bad moments. He has large bad <laughs> moments. So exactly. it over it overshadows everything that he could when, possibly do. When he when he whispers and then when the voice inflections just yeah, just, and you know, just then the then we start showing his teeth. <laughs> then on top <laughs> on top of the writing going all over the place like one minute he was bad the next minute he was good for maxi then he tried to kill franco and andre and then he wanted to be good for maxi again and it was just and he never paid for anything so they were basically building him up well they're kind of doing with him what they did with gwen they're doing with gwen on days he like he kept doing things and then he just stopped but he never paid for what he did and they tried to make him sympathetic and it it just it didn't work and his acting the didn't difference help. with gwen is emily is a strong enough actress that you care for a hot second and then you, you feel a twinge and then you remember yeah yeah, yeah. And then you stop. his his acting is so hit or miss and I think oh, no, it's all missed. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I, I will, I'm gonna try and find some scenes that I actually did like. Okay. And I'll, I will, please send them to the group. I'm pretty sure that they know these. Yeah. Like my problem, I, here's my thing. Like, even in the scenes with Maxie at the pier, Kirsten did what needed to be done. Yeah. She, she ate and left no crumbs. She did what needed to be done. My problem. Entirely. Yeah, because for me, for me, for me, me, myself, and I, <laughs> watching those scenes, he came off such, like such a pathetic simp. And that is not the feeling that I feel like I was supposed to have. Like, no. he was just so, like, really, dude? Really? I, even when this is the dude no, that's like, been terrorizing everybody. This guy, and, and like even when they had Stefano mellow out to try to like be there for my life, you know what I mean? Do that Ooh. and be sympathetic. Oh, God, it was still there was it was still believable under in his that. Performance. It, yeah, yeah, it was menacing under that. It was still a threat of okay, I'm being nice now, but if you tell me no, I'm gonna shoot the shit out of your ass. <laughs> Yeah, like Peter, I didn't get that at all. Yeah, he just came off pathetic. It was okay. It was so and desperate. It was was, yes. I was thinking that you remember the scenes in the hospital room a few weeks ago with him and Britt. Do you remember this? Uh I liked those for him. Do you? Yeah, don't really remember it. You're probably. I was not. Those weren't bad. No, yeah, those were not bad. Those like for the first time in a long time. Brit is his best scene part. Yeah, yeah. They, definitely. They felt like Faison's kids at that moment, but it's just, he's he's so hit or miss. Like you don't know what you're gonna get with him. He's not consistent. Like sometimes he can he's okay, but then other times, most of the time, he'll do too much, and he's not good at he's not good at doing too much. That man is giving like, Juilliard a bad name. 
Yeah, like if you go back and you like if you go back and you look at the way that Anders Ho would play Phazon. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I really like when when Phazon said that he would eat your face, like you <laughs> believed that shit. Like, okay, okay, Dr. Lecter. I, I'm not trying to piss you off. What whatever you say it is, that's what it is. <laughs> like, Who you could people... believably pull off Phazon's son? I'm Pelfrey. Yeah. Oh, yes. For sure. I, We've been I'm, trying to get him on this show. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, almost I 15 years. Who? I have one, but I forgot he like to touch on women. No, oh, no. Oh, no. That's our straw, Stavros. He's, he's also Stavros. No, no, Please not him. Not him. Not, him. Oh, not him? It's another. Oh, I know who you're yeah, talking about. Michael oh, I know. No, but no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, Hans McGee. He's a great actor. I just don't see. I don't see him as Faison's child. I can I can deal with Hans McGee coming back to any soap. But it has to be a clause in his contract <laughs> that he wears handcuffs up until they yell rolling. After that, he goes back into his handcuffs and well, back into his dress. To be room. honest, if they ever had to, because to be honest, I don't think Peter's gonna really die, which scares me because I don't want them to bring West Ramsey back. I would prefer they just recast if they needed to. Lord, like, right, but burn that bitch in the ground. Like, I didn't. I, I, I just, I just don't trust. Them, I just don't joke, trust. I don't. That's not on her. I don't. Yeah, I don't trust them to have make a clean break with the character of Peter. I think they would easily replace the actor if they if they wanted to. Like I'm thinking, someone like in the vein. He's never going to work again. But someone in the vein of a James Scott or Dan Furgel, whatever his last name is. Oh, I knew you yeah someone like that would make sense because it's like yeah because the for the character you need someone who can give you equal parts menacing and sympathy and it's hard to play it's hard it's hard to find yeah it's it's not easy and i wes has never he just he doesn't do like he's not the bad he's not the bad guy he i don't think he could he's not he's not bad enough he can't he He's not bad enough to be as bad as they need him to be. Yeah. And when he goes for sympathy, he lands on pathetic. I don't like. I feel bad for you, yeah, but I feel bad for you because you're coming off like a simp, yo. I feel worse for me because I have to watch this shit. <laughs> now the the silver lining in him possibly living is that we won't have to talk about this shit anymore. <laughs> I'm ready because I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready to have a little bit of p- a piece in GH Streets. I don't think we're gonna get it, but never. <laughs> but <laughs> I just the, those those few weeks we thought he was a popsicle in the freezer were so uh, nice. I knew his ass wasn't dead. I was just waiting for him to oh, say I something. Oh, I knew they were. I knew they were playing in my face the whole time. The moment yeah, they put really- him, the moment they put him in the freezer, I was like, "How long he gonna be going? This is gonna prolong his exit." Because <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna listen. <laughs> they're gonna give him die. the time. They're gonna give him the time he missed out on. I I don't know why I felt like they were gonna do that, but it, it didn't shock me that he's still here. I will die on the hill that Peter should have. It, we should have had a who killed Peter around the yes. wedding. Yes, he should yeah. have been gone. Wedding the wedding so should have been his last hurrah. Because yeah. there were so many people in place at that time with, with motive, means, and opportunity. We that is when that should have been the end. It's over. It's done. And have and have Maxie know the truth and have been playing him and have been part, like, oh, like it all could have been so good and it all went 
so very, very wrong. Yeah, remember, how pissed, to... remember how pissed we was about that wedding? <laughs> yes, because of, we want this that ugly fucking moo wedding dress she was in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like the payoff that we wanted, we didn't get. Like, And that's always been the thing with, with GH. It's Lucy and Charlie Brown in the football. Like Every damn time. Every time. And it's like... Uh. I delete, like... I wonder if what we're experiencing right now within the past two weeks is going to continue. It better. I hope it does because it needs to. Like, they, it seemed like somebody said, hey, you're a soap opera. You're not in Hallmark. You have to. Something has to happen. Yeah. And that things are happening. We may not like everything that's happening, but things are happening right now. And I just, I don't want that to go away. I'm nervous. Yeah. But I'm going to transition us into the last bit of the baby mess uh, it's still damn yeah there's one more thing and then we can get into what michael really wants to talk about <laughs> chase anna and austin are hot on the trail of peter and Maxie. chase and anna get the call about bailey and they realize Maxie sacrificed herself austin has had spinelli track Maxie's phone and he gets there just as a boat is taking off. He assumes Maxie and Peter are on the boat and calls the cops, but it's a misdirect, and Peter and Maxie have taken off by car. Where are they going along here? We don't know. We all know. But I, I, I did like the fact that Bailey is at least back with Brooklyn for now. Like, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see Maxie sacrificing herself and going with Peter coming. And I I actually didn't mind it. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Me either. But it's like, at this point, I'm just tired of Peter being smarter than F. Dodging bullets. Like everybody else, everybody, everybody. I'm tired. It's worn Had very thin. Had a navy seal shooting <laughs> at him. It's just it's, every bullet. He's he's past his expiration date, and I need them to wrap this up. Hopefully soon, hopefully at the hands of Maxie. Now, do we want? I we didn't really talk about it in the last bit. So before we completely move off of this, do we want to talk about Maxie's reaction to finding out that Austin inadvertently gave Valentini and uh, Victor the info he needed? Not really. I mean, it's like, I feel bad that he caught a stray, but I get why she reacted the way she did. Like, Maxie is an OG schemer, and she saw an opportunity to get distance and get away. And she, you, and she you took read that, Okay, you read that the same way I did then. Okay. Because people on the timeline were dragging her for getting mad, and I'm like, y'all didn't see that that was a diversion just so she could get the fuck out? Yeah, because she The didn't, second time, yeah, but the first time I was more... Because she didn't, like, because like, she didn't freak out until after she got the message from Peter. Exactly. So she, need, she, she needed to get out of there, and she needed to do it in a way that people would let her go and not follow her. Exactly. And thinking she needed time to cool off is the way to do that. She also needed a believable reason to leave because nobody would believe that she would leave backside. Yeah. And now we get to the part of the podcast that Michael has been oh so patiently waiting for. <laughs> I have. So, do you want to do the honors of reading this or shall I? No, no, you can read. I want to react. Okay. 
Sonny, believing his marriage is over, finally gives into his feelings for Nina. They make love and Carly walks in. Hey, glory to God. I really did enjoy these scenes more than I actually thought that I would because I will say I've slowly been getting on the Nina Sunny train. I know that's right. I know that's right. Get on. The school train. Happy Black History Month. And it was it was hilarious to me that they're sleep like they're having sex in a bed that was supposed to be for him and Carly. I mean I don't listen. I don't have a dog in this fight. Um, I don't particularly like any of these characters. Of all three of them, I I hate Nina the least. Um, but like, if you've been watching this show for a while, this is like vintage Sunny Boomerang behavior. Like this, it, it it's not a surprise. And Carly should be used to walk walking in on him balls deep in bitches by now. Because this oh, is what, no. time number four? I mean, it's what he does. It, it, we, I think someone on, on the Bird app put a compilation of all of the times where she walked in on him banging Multiple someone or yep. getting ready to bang someone. Like it, or in Afterglow. Like, this is what he does. I think the only Carly who didn't walk in on Sunny with somebody is Sarah Brown. Yep. Every other Carly has done it. And even then, they had someone walk in on them. So, (laughs) it's a common thread. But see, what I like about Nina and Sunny is I don't really have any expectation of this going longer than two years. I'm coming in. That's generous. Yeah, that's being very generous. I'm coming in with my eyes wide open and enjoying it for what it is now. Now, the gripe I had about these scenes were I feel like we were kind of gypped out of a six. I mean, it was hot. I'm not complaining. I like it's cool. But that time that we saw Carly hobble, hobble onto the haunted star and clutching her chest like it was too many damn stairs and shit, we could have, we easily could have not seen that and could have gotten more sex. That's just me, though. Especially I feel knowing like, that her that Nina's love scene with Jax was more detailed than that. And the fact that we waited nine months, I, I feel like we could have got a little bit more. Do y'all want to talk about the Sunday Carly fight after? Yeah. Oh, I feel like I'm going to be... And I'm going to be right there with you, so <laughs> Michael, be prepared. <laughs> Carly and Sonny have it out and it gets ugly. Every time she calls him on his feelings for Nina, he deflects and makes it about Jason. Sonny's lack of accountability here is frustrating as all fuck. Like, I was livid in these scenes. And I don't think I would be as mad if Jason were still alive, but Jason's dead. So not only are you not owning the feelings Yeah, that, that was a have- moot point. I'll give y'all that one. So not only are you not owning the feelings that you claim to have for Nina, because if he had said, yes, I fuck Nina, I love Nina, just like you love Jason, would have been a completely different conversation. The issue I have is he kept denying his feelings for Nina, kept trying to remove Nina from the situation, despite having just fucked her brains out. Oh, my word. (laughs) (laughs) Her brains? Damn. And then just kept trying to deflect it. 
And they just kept trying to deflect and make it Carly's fault for daring to love Jason, a dead man, who he, by the way, had no problem with their relationship when Jason was alive and used it to his benefit multiple times. But Tony, you one liner, because that's the mouth he gave Nina before he woke her out. That told me everything I need to know. Do you want to go, Michael, or... Well, but see, I get why everyone's mad. That's why I'm probably not even gonna drag y'all because Sonny was doing some bullshit things. But for me personally, I couldn't feel sorry for Carly at that point because literally a week they gave us a full week of Carly telling everybody. Every time Car- somebody asked Carly, "Are you going to meet Sonny?" Girl, I'm not going to meet Sonny. Girl, I gotta wash my hair. Girl, I gotta go to Jason and Robin's bridge. Girl, Michael need a babysitter. <laughs> she was telling everybody and their damn mama that she wasn't going to that and boat. The reason she, she told Christina. To and the reason that and the reason that Nina went to that boat is because word got around that Carl was telling everybody and their mama, girl, I'm not going to see Sonny. Sonny tripping. You know how Sonny is, girl. We'll talk later. I'm not gonna be funny. So I couldn't feel sorry, but you walked in on what you told everybody that you weren't going. It got back to Sonny. Hours later, you didn't pop up. Sonny thought you moved on. And it would be different if they were playing it like they were trying to play it, as if Sonny was being controlling and Sonny tried to push the situation, which it was at first. But they literally talked at the wedding, and Sonny told Carly, this isn't a big thing. This is just me, us trying to see are we going to continue to work on our relationship or not? To me, that wasn't a big deal. Now, when he was trying to force her into it, yeah, I got it. But they had that conversation. And even still, she went up to Olivia. Girl, I'm finna go to Jason and Robin Bridge. I ain't saying son. So I can't feel bad for you, baby. I couldn't. I tried. I, think, I don't think anybody, I don't, I don't, didn't really feel bad for Carly, but I understood what Carly was saying because she's literally been calling Sonny on his feelings for Nina for months. He can't own them despite having just acted on them. And then kept trying to turn around and make it her fault for yeah, a relationship I mean, she was honest about. It, yeah, I get and it, it, it just, I feel like I feel like Carly's actions for the past week kind of invalidated all no, they no, no, no they, they don't no they don't because everybody okay to your point okay to your point of oh they had a talk at the wedding she literally told him i'm not ready everybody told him not to do this harley said she needed anyway. space and time ned even told him hey you don't want to i i get it i was where you are my first instinct was to do this big grand gesture. And then I realized that what I actually needed to do was give my wife what she asked me for. Carly did not ask him for anything, but honesty, space, and time. And that was the, those were the things that he was not willing to give her. She didn't ask for this. She told him she didn't want it. She told him she wasn't ready. He proceeded to do, in true Sunny Corinthos fashion, what he wanted to do, regardless of how she felt about it. And then when she did not react the way he wanted her to, Nina cashed in her coupon for Community Dick. I mean, I get what you're saying, but at the same, I feel like that wedding talk really just summed up. 
he basically said, I'm not trying. I'm just trying to figure out okay, what's going that, on. Because you up and then... left, you pop in every morning to see the kids, but we're not talking about where we're going forward. You said you need time, and I'm granting you that. He wasn't at but first, he's but not, after though. the wedding, he he's said, not. After he wa- he's he not. He's not. At first, time. But after the wedding, he's he was not like, I just want to know where we're going. Because if he were going to give her time, he never would have done the thing on the hard time to begin with. Which I get, I'm, I'm getting that point. I'm saying after the talk at the wedding, Sonny just flat out said, okay, I get where you're coming from. If he did, we wouldn't be here know, now. I That's just need to know where we're going because you keep saying you're giving me time. I'm going to need time. Okay, cool. You need time, but you're popping in and out of my house. You're not talking. We're not talking about, there was no ground rule of are we going to work this relationship out or are you going to divorce me? Like, but- she was doing that for the kids. And again, she made that clear. Sunny chose and, and, yeah, to take- Yeah, you did. But again, you're popping up. And we're for the kids, not for, for the kids. There were yeah, no the kids, messages but there. It's confusing to me. That no, it's not. No, it's not. I know it's not. I'm a man. It's not. No, this is. No, this is. This is. Yeah, this is you, you pretending. She was very, very clear. It's not. I'm not ready yet. And you can't misinterpret that. You There's no misinterpreting that. I said what I said. No, but I said what I said. Okay, well, you're saying, but you're not letting me finish. So let me continue. Anyways, back to what I was saying. We cleared that all up. You're saying you're popping in. You need time. Cool. You're popping into the house with the kids, but we're not speaking. When you said you needed time, you left me in limbo, bro. Is. I get he was trying to push the issue and he kept pushing the issue and that was getting on my nerves but to me after that wedding talk he laid it out on the line okay cool we don't have to make something jump at this moment after this thing but Why the least you can start? do the least you can do is meet me at the hundred star we can talk do whatever we don't have to commit to anything but at the end but of the day, that's not what he wanted. That man had wedding rings there. Exactly. He had a completely Stop. different vision. He but was like, wanted... that is not what that was. Like that I was not what that was. That, that is not what, what he told was. her to get her there. But what he was get... actually doing was completely recreating their second wedding, okay, hoping we that when on. she saw it, we can move on. Well, Werner, I'm ready to move on because that's okay, also well, y'all not... have a nice show. Like, okay, so as I was going to say, like, these scenes reminded me of all the reasons why I despise Sonny. Like, I I literally wanted Carly to toss his hypocritical gaslighting ass off that boat. (laughs) Because, like, like I said before, first point of order, everybody told him not to do this. Everybody from Carly to Ned, everybody that he spoke to told him not to do this he did it anyway because that's no one's feelings desires or wants matter to him but him so he does this thing that he's been told not to do that she did not ask for and that he knows that she does not want and then he gets pissy when it doesn't go his way nina cashes in her coupon for community dick he sees carly and he immediately gets dressed and starts deflecting, gaslighting, and copying pleat. And I get that everybody wants to focus on the Jason of it all. But for me, what stuck out in those scenes was all of the pivots that he tried to do when she wouldn't play his game. He, He tried using Avery and Donna as a shield and a weapon to guilt 
to get her to, to guilt trip her into staying. And she was like, no, we're not going to put this on, on, on the children. They are we're babies. We're not going to do what we did they, to Michael and Morgan is what they have. Me. They have absolutely no, that's not their burden to bear. Then when that didn't work and she called him out on having Miss Nina, he denied it. And when she wasn't buying that, he went to downplaying it. He literally said to her, that was a mistake. I wish it never happened. When she asked him about Nixon Falls, he said, those are feelings I don't want to have, but I can't just wish them out of existence. It's going to take time. Oh, now he understands that things take time. And when she rightly called him on the audacity for asking her to give him the time that he refused to give her, he says, I, he, he starts begging. Now he's Keith Sweat. I don't want our marriage to be over. We can start over. When she tells him that ha- he shows her the rings, when she says having rings doesn't change anything, he tells her one more time that being with Nina was a mistake. He told Carly that when he came back, he came back from Nixon Falls, he wanted her because he loves, as in present tense, loves her. He told her that he wanted her. She called him out on wanting both of them. And then she told him that since he couldn't choose, she was choosing herself and she walked away. Every bit of that conversation was him avoiding accountability, continually calling Nina a mistake, telling Carly she was the one that he loved, and trying to guilt trip and manipulate her into the position he wanted her in. And I I don't like Carly. I have never liked Carly. I will never like Carly. But I am glad that after 899 years of this, she finally seems to have scraped together enough self-esteem not to fight for a man that is supposed to already be hers. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was. Because the fact that he didn't own his feelings for Nina and tried to deflect them really kind of soured me on everything that had just happened. But Nick, you've been kind of quiet this segment. What did you think? He didn't, he didn't deflect. He straight up said it was a mistake he wished didn't happen. Those were his exact words. It was a mistake. Yeah, and I just didn't. He literally says that when she calls him out on being in bed with Nina, his response to her is word for word. That was a mistake. I wish it never happened. Yeah, and that's kind of where Sonny lost me. But Nick, what did you think? Um, Sonny is the fuckboy of the century. We've known this for years, but like... <laughs> He's he acts like every hood dude with a baby mama he still wants. Like it's just <laughs> I'm fucking this girl, but when you're ready, I'm ready to come back. And that's that's the energy it gave me. Cause I want you back anyway, but since you don't want me, I'ma do what I claimed I didn't really want to do <laughs> and sleep with Nina. But, I don't want to be alone. Yeah, but he, but, but he's always been always that given that. That's, that's Sonny at his core. He's a needy little boy. He's, there is a, I have always said that if Sonny Carantos were a female character, he would get dragged for the way that he cannot be by himself. There is a literal scene 
where he says out of his mouth, he does not like to be alone. He doesn't do well when he's by himself. Who did he say that to? I vaguely remember. I think it, I think it was to, it was either Carly or Alexis because it was during one of the, him and Carly's breaks. It might have been to Bobby. Was it to Emily? I cannot remember, but I remember the scene because I was like, well, it's about time you admit it. Because like whenever his relate, he, Sonny is a boomerang bitch. Whenever something ends, there are, there have been very few periods of time where he's been by himself. He's always had a fallback chick. Always. Like when, when things fell apart with Brenda, he fell back to Lily. When things like he's like Lily was his Carly's fallback, been chick. His fallback chick. Carly's been his call- wife. Yeah, like Carly's been his fault. Fall- when things hit the skids with Hannah, he fell into bed with Carly. When things fell apart with Carly, he fell into bed with Alexis. When things fell apart with Carly again, he picked up Sam off the dots. Like this is what he does. He does like he can't be by himself. When relationships get messy and it gets hurtful. He cannot be, he always has someone in the wings waiting to clean up his mess. That's just what he does. So it's like, it's it's not surprised. None of this is a surprise if you've been watching the show, which is why it's wild to me when people try to to be like, oh, Nixon Falls, Sonny Mike, oh, so much character growth. I'm like, where? He's he's what he's always been. He's just quieter now. <laughs> I, I mean, just quieter. <laughs> now he's throwing rings off a boat instead of barware against the wall. Like it's, it's who he's always been. There's there's that's Sunny. Yeah, Michael. Did these scenes and Sunny's point of view on how sleeping with Nina was a mistake did it sour things for you the rest of the week or were you were you good when it kind of came back around I was good because like I and we'll talk about it now as we move into the next uh part of this Sonny and Nina run into each other at the hospital and talk he says that he regrets seeing Carl he regrets Carly seeing them but doesn't regret what happened which is a direct contradiction to what he told Carly Nina says she hates seeing him in this much pain. She, sh- she says she loves him enough to undo everything, even if she could, even if it meant if it meant he wasn't in pain anymore. Sonny says he doesn't want that. Like, part of me was like, these scenes are really good. And the other part of me is like, well, what's the truth? I mean, it, it that's what he does. Carly voted herself off the island. He's making sure that he is, he's still got space with over-reliable backup. <laughs> Is what he does. Yeah, that's. that's I, I, I mean, <laughs> like, it's no other way around it. Like, it. It is what it is. He gives lip service to the person that's going to service him at the moment. Yeah, Michael, what do you think of these scenes? They were nice. That's all you're going to say. Yeah. Why? That's all I have to say. Okay. Um, so Carly has decided she wants to get a divorce attorney and Sam tries to get her to slow down. Carly agrees to talk to the lawyer but does not make any decisions. 
Carly and Sam talking about this was weird. Yeah, those two being friendly is always going to be weird. Well, I mean, it's also weird because she's talking to Sam about walking in on Sunny with another woman. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 20, 18 years ago. Yeah. Like it was her. Or... Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always going to be strange. GH and they're unlike. I, I saw it. I saw him with his. I saw him with your mama, and then I saw him with you. <laughs> oh. I, I, I was going but... to say that, but I didn't. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Same bed, no less. Wait. No, they, they were in a hotel room. No, they were at the hotel. They were at the hotel. And then he moved her in. Yeah. So when Carly walked in on because Carly walked in on Alexis in their bed. In their house. bed. But yeah, Carly and then she played, on, then she went and played dead. Yeah. Carly walked in on Sam uh at the Port Charles Hotel. Yeah. It might not have been the Port Charles Hotel because that might have burned down. It might have been a different hotel at the time. Um, Sunny, meanwhile, talks to Phyllis and she tells him some hard truths, which thank God somebody needed to. As they are talking, he gets notified of Carly's appointment with a divorce attorney and freaks out. I'm glad somebody finally told, told Sunny the truth and the things he needed to hear. I really like Phyllis. I do too. But he hey. wasn't trying to, he wasn't really trying to hear her either, though. And, no. But that's always <laughs> the thing with Sunny. Like when it's something that he does not want to hear, he's not going to hear it, no matter what your approach is, no matter where it comes from. What did you think, Michael? I don't. Okay, so you're so pissy and you're just not gonna say anything. Got it. I will say I did. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about Phyllis moving to Port Charles and running Charlie's, but I really like it. I'd prefer at the hospital, but I do like that we have her here. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's right because she's a nurse. She's an actual nurse. We would probably see her more if she were at the hospital. Yeah, I don't know. We barely see Epiphany. We don't. Like I wouldn't. Like I wouldn't mind if she was doing like. We're actually going to see her more at Charlie's because. We don't see anybody who works in the hospital very regularly at all. No. This is true. They said she and Lenny had a daughter, right? But they said she was dead. Uh, I don't know, Michael. You paid more attention during the, the Nixon Falls stuff. Do you remember that? What was the question? Um, do you remember if Lenny or Phyllis had a child that died? No. They died. Okay, but they, they did reference a dead child because I honestly don't remember, but I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to the next and fall stuff. It died. They had a child. Yeah, I think they had a daughter that died. Okay. <sighs> well, there goes that theory. Never mind. I wanted it to be Jordan, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you can give her a grandkid. You can give her a grandchild. And it doesn't look like it doesn't look like Phyllis and uh and Stella are related because they've had a, they shared. Yeah, they've seen, they've they've met, and there was no recognition. Yeah. There was there. no hint of a familial connection. Yeah, I didn't need that. I like, I like that Phyllis is not related to the Ashfords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I wouldn't have minded her being Portia's mom, but they already said Portia's parents are both doctors, and 
Phyllis's kid is dead, so it couldn't be her. <sighs> but yeah, I do, I, I do want to see more of her. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if they gave her like a nephew or something that went to PCU. Yeah, something. Because I, I don't want her to exist solely to be a talk to. No, I don't either. Hell, I wanted her to be Sean's sister. Remember that? I would be okay with that. But haven't they met? Mm, not yet, I don't think. I, don't... I think they might have just been in the same room and I still, oh, I he didn't recognize that. her, so can't. Wait, were the Sean Nina scenes that we like, they were at Charlie's, weren't they? They were but at Charlie's. Phyllis, yeah, they but were. But I don't think Phyllis was there that day. I thought she was. Or I think she had just walked out when Sean came in or Sean and Nina came in. I don't remember which. But I do know she was at the bar when Sonny I forgot who was talking. But she was at the bar at one point. And I think she left as Sean came in. So maybe she didn't see him. They could still be siblings. I wouldn't hate it. But connected to the canvas. Um, I mean... Yeah, because they kind of, I would like to see them expand her universe beyond Sunny Nina. Yeah, definitely. They definitely need that. <laughs> It'd be She's... interesting um, if her and Monica became friends because they're kind of going through the same thing. Monica doesn't have Alan. She doesn't have Lenny. Monica doesn't have any of her children still alive except for Drew. So I think a, I think a Monica Phyllis friendship would be nice. Yeah, it would be. I wouldn't hate it. And now on to probably the best part of uh, Friday's episode. Nina has gone to Ava to talk and Ava is quite gleeful about everything that happened. <laughs> she tells Nina to go for it with Sunny and not to let too much time pass or Carly and Sunny could reunite. Ava was me. She's so messy and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Ava was literally like her face, just the things Mara West can do with her face, just, it's so fun. Yeah, and it, But it makes sense though because Ava's life becomes so much easier. If Sunny is with her friend Nina as opposed to her frenemy Carly. Because Carly and, and Ava are always going to have a certain amount of smoke between them, as they should. Yep. I, I listen, I will I never mean, understand Nina and Ava. I was just about to say, real talk, Ava, Ava and Nina should not really be friends. Right? No, Ava ever. That will never make sense to me, but it is what it is. GH loves these unlikely friendships that would never happen. And it would never happen if Michelle were still on the role because it would be very hard to look past the face of the woman who ripped that child out of her body. I think that's probably the only reason it did happen was because Cynthia was in the role. Yes, yeah. it. it yeah, I, I roll with it because that's it is what it is. But it's like for Ava, this is a much better situation. This is a much yeah. better scenario for her. It 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 makes dealing with custody and Avery and even Sunny easier a yeah. thousand percent easier. So I definitely get why she's because Nina will make him see reason, whereas Carly will back him up on the Sunny train. 
I mean, on, on the Sona train. I definitely get why she is the conductor of the Sona train. <laughs> this, this works for her. Big time. And that's basically it for the week. Michael, do you have anything you want to add before we head into our segments? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, well, I know this is GH and you don't normally have a read for GH, but did you happen to prepare a reading rainbow for the week? No, nobody pissed me off. Did you want to add anything else? I know you mentioned something about possibly doing something else. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, nah, don't worry about it. Okay. Um, so that takes us to our good, bad, and ugly. Dylan, how about you kick us off? Okay. Um, my good for the week, even though I dragged him to hell, <laughs> my good for the week were actually the Sunny and Carly scenes. Mo and Laura put in work. Like these were so, so, so good. I have never bought into romantic chemistry with them, but I've always felt like they have good friendship chemistry and great adversarial chemistry. They they fight like nobody's business. And these were really well done and they were really, really good. I enjoyed those. Um, and I also love the family scenes with Trina and Taggart and Portia. I liked those a lot and I hope we get to see more of that little family unit and just like more Portia and Trina in general would be great for me. Um, my bad <laughs> was almost every acting choice that Wes, Wes Ramsey made. <laughs> like I <laughs> I'm, I, I don't want to be mean. It's just like, no, go ahead. he doesn't quite ever hit the right notes for me. So the scenes never quite come off the way that I feel like they're intended to come off. Um, and my ugly was just Sunny's attitude. I didn't care for it at all this week. And like, I'm really in my feelings because he put me in the position of having to defend a white woman I don't like during Black History Month. <laughs> so, like, for that alone, it, that, it, that's my opinion. <laughs> 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 Michael, what's your good, bad, and ugly? Michael, you still with us? Um... All of it was pretty good to me. I, I don't have any major clips about the show other than Peter. So that's my good balance. Like, nothing really bothered me about this show. Okay. Nick, how about you? Uh, my good were the family scenes with Trina, Portia, and Taggart. I love them. I want to see more of them. Um, also... Chase and Maxie's reactions to losing Louise. Um, like, I've been a fan of Amanda Satin since when I lived, so I was excited when they cast her as Brooklyn. When so she, you say Chase and Maxie, do you mean Chase and Brooklyn? I thought I said Chase and Brooklyn. Chase and Brooklyn's no, reactions. Chase and Brooklyn's reactions to losing Louise. 
I, like I said, I've been a fan of Amanda Seton since One Life. So when they cast her as Brooklyn, I was excited. And she's delivering for me. She even gives Tracy's scheming but well-intentioned granddaughter very well. Um, when Josh Swickard started, he was very green, but he's gotten a lot better over the years. Leaps and bounds better. Yeah. Like and I... He made me like Finn, and I didn't think anyone could make me like Finn, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I'm, I was also kind of annoyed that they're not father and son, but they're still brothers. And that, those scenes when he broke in Finn's oh. arms were really, really good. Um, those two definitely have their Emmy reels for next year. Um, men can't cry like that very well on soaps. Like, there are yeah. very few men who can pull off that level of crying without it being almost uncomfortable yeah to watch <laughs> um also i mentioned her by accident but i should have mentioned her anyway kirsten storms um she's been really good this week too i enjoyed maxi's a mess maxi made these bad decisions but kirsten is pulling me in every time um my bad um the sam dante I love yous because when I was watching it, I was like, okay, this feels really, really fast. But Dante also tell, told Lulu he loved her after like six months of not dating, like their first date. On their first date, he said, I love you. She said, I love you. Um, but yeah, y'all confirmed it for me. It just felt way too rushed. It felt, it didn't, the thing is, it didn't feel rushed. They've been together for a while. It's just that they didn't write it. Like, it's just been like, we haven't seen them. They disappeared. Yeah, they and- disappeared. They're the, they're not the Jake and Gabby. They're the Justin and Bonnie. Yeah, but they're even they're not that bad because <laughs> <laughs> we get Justin and Bonnie. We got just plot points, but it's like Dante and Sam are there, but they're they feel like Elizabeth as a character. She's there, but they're not invested in her. They're not writing her. It just feels that way. Um, my bad. That was part of your bad. I mean, my ugly, sorry. Ugly? Yeah, what was my ugly? Um, I don't think I had an ugly this week. Yeah, I don't have an ugly. Okay. Well, my good is actually the reveal that Bailey was Louise. Um, I like the way that it played. I like that they didn't really drag it out like once she was taken, there was no debating. The truth was coming out. And I like the fact that Maxie had already like decided to tell the truth and had told her family as Brooklyn and Chase were debating whether or not to come forward. And I just really liked the way that played out. I did kind of enjoy everybody's reactions to it. I was hoping for a little bit more anger, but I understand why they didn't go that route. Um, like Nick said, Kirsten Storms has been carrying a lot of this Maxi story on her back because it is really hard for me to care when a character that I used to really, really enjoy is with a character that I cannot stand. But Kirsten Storms is managing to pull me into scenes and make me give a damn about a scene that has parking lot Peter involved in it. And that in itself is a miracle. Um, my bad, again, like Nick, the Sam, Dante, I love you 
was just too rushed, too out of nowhere. It literally feels like they have no idea what to do with Kelly. They have no idea what to do with Dom. So they're going to throw them together and do absolutely nothing with them, but at least they're together. So they can pretend they have a story. And my ugly is just all things Peter. And he will continue to be my ugly until he is no longer on the show. <laughs> Does anybody have a watching it wrong? Um, I kind of do. Okay, go ahead. But I don't know. So the thing I heard I heard a discussion about the Trina situation. And um, someone felt we were, someone felt people were overreacting and overreacting because Trina as a character is underserved by the writing. And that I understand. Trina is underserved by the writing. But he also said, what, don't we want soapy things to happen to these characters? And yes, we do want soapy things to happen to these characters. But we also want these characters to be able to react to the soapy things that happen to them. Let's be clear that if Jocelyn or Cameron or Spencer were drugged, it would have been a story. They wouldn't have been ushered off screen so Trina could fight with Esme. That was... Even if you take the optics of Trina being the only Black girl in that situation out of it, Trina, if she was just Joss's white friend who they use as a sidekick, Trina being ushered off screen so Esme and Joss could fight is still bad writing. That is just like what if Esme is and Trina are supposed to be romantic rivals for Spencer, let them be romantic rivals since Esme showed up. They've been playing up this beef between Joss and Esme that isn't necessary. It would be different if Esme was going after Cameron, but she's not. That's my watching it wrong. We can enjoy the soapiness, but let's let the soapiness play out. We don't have any resolution. They downplayed it in the end. Trina get, takes a backseat in a story that should be about her. And the only reason stuff like that happens is because she's Black. Yeah, like... The whole Trina thing was just a mess. And yes, we like you said, we want Sophie things to happen to Trina, but we also want Trina to be able to react to those. And it's not Sophie if there's no reaction. Yeah, Jocelyn's reaction isn't enough. I don't care about Jocelyn in this situation. Trina was the one who was wronged. So that's who I want to see get upset and get angry and curse Esme out. That's not what we got. I don't really have a watching it wrong so much as I saw something on Twitter that I was kind of really impressed by. Um, somebody within the Sabrina fandom had made it, had jumped to a conclusion about something that she had, um, she'd seen something about a podcast segment about Sabrina, had misunderstood the context of it, dragged the podcast, but then listened to the podcast back, realized she was wrong and actually owned up to that. And you don't see a whole lot of that on sub Twitter. So when, whenever somebody like owns that they're kind of, were mistaken and and takes back what they say. I always kind of like to shine a light on that because that doesn't always happen. Cool beans. When we go go off air, I'll tell me what podcast it was. I want to hear it. <laughs> and with that said, does anybody else have any other final thoughts? Um, just one. I know that we get heated about these shows. I know that everybody has like their, you know opinions and ships and POVs and like we can debate amongst each other as fans but 
let's make an attempt to keep that amongst each other. Like stop snitch tagging. Oh god, the GH fandom is terrible at that. People do that? Yeah. Oh yes. I got blocked by Michelle Staff one time because I said I hated Nina and someone added me, added her under my comment. And people do it with Mo and Laura all the time. Yeah, that's why Mo's been acting out on the bird app. That's why he's been acting out on the bird app so much. (laughs) <laughs> the past couple weeks because people, people have been yeah yeah like like people going back in like like people in those separate fan bases going back and forth keep tagging him keep tagging laura keep they're they're tagging them into their arguments no they don't granted, you, you would, <laughs> granted michelle unblocked me after it happened but What's her name? Melissa Ordway never has never unblocked me, but she went looking in the mm-hmm. hashtag and found what she oh. and found what she was looking for because I hated her Abby then and I don't like her now. <laughs> but see, I, I like when actors go looking. I don't. That, yeah, like, you, yeah, you that's what thing. you get when you, you deserve go what you get when you go looking. <laughs> but but even still, if I don't like a character, that has nothing against you. Yeah. yeah like, and the, and the I, GH Twitter account does not help because they always tag all the actors. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like at this, at, at our collective big age, assault fans. I just feel we like we, like, why would you want? Okay, if you see someone saying something out of order and out of pocket about the actual actor or actress, why would you bring that to their doorstep? Like, yes. why so would you so put nice. that in? Front of them that's so like like what purpose is that serving and no matter how you look at it it's bad because mo is messy and is going to say something which could get him into trouble and cynthia is so nice and sweet that she don't need to see it like laura's just trying to collect her check like y'all we let these people let them live let them let them but when they start cussing folks out they'll be wrong see then they're wrong then they're wrong when they snap back then they're wrong but like leave them out of it we all know how twitter works if we wanted if the person you were who made the comment wanted the actor or actress to see it they would have they would have added them directly themselves they don't need you to play run tell that stop doing that it's it's rude and it's unnecessary and it's mean it's mean stop doing that Y'all know yeah. better. And I, I noticed that GH fans do that a lot. A lot. A lot. I don't see that much with Days fans, thankfully. I'm sure they do it. I just don't see it. But I've seen it a lot with GH fans. Like, when I posted the the Sona preview from SOD um, last week, my mentions were a dumpster fire for straight 72 hours. <laughs> <laughs> And literally, at least a quarter of the tweets had tags in them. And like, I get it. I know that some of the official accounts, when they when when they tweet things, they will tag the actors. But listen, all you have to do is click untag on the tweet, <laughs> and you can untag people. Like, I promise if you don't know you. how the app works. Really. <laughs> Michael. Listen, he's he's not wrong. It's as simple as tapping on checking the arrow to untag somebody. 
It's just that simple. You're doing that to be a it's, little bitch, bro. Like, like it's, there's it's, no, there's it's no other information. It's unnecessary, y'all. Just, y'all stop that. It's not I, cute. Like, I don't, I don't, I remember I tweeted something, but I think it was something positive, but I also put something positive about the character and the actor. But I think people were going to disagree with me and I didn't tag the actor specifically because I thought people were going to disagree and raise hell. Why somebody quote me and then tag the actor? I was like, why? <laughs> like if, yeah. if I wanted you, if I wanted them to see it, I would have tagged them. Why? I kept them it's, out of this for a reason. <laughs> that's, it's so messy. It's so messy. It's so messy. Y'all stop that. Don't person, do that. The person deleted it right after I said it. Like, <laughs> Like, don't do that. We know how we know how the app works. Like, if we want them to see it, we will tag them. If they're not directly, and don't do that. Well, you if you you shouldn't be talking about people if you don't want them to see. No, no, no. Certain (laughs) conversation, certain conversations that occur amongst fans should remain amongst fans. The actors and the people, you know. In power, even they, when, they don't even when you try to that. say something, like you try to say something you know is going to be um, potentially controversial, so you just leave it untagged completely. You don't even tag a show or anything. Yeah, those are the tweets that always yeah. up. So it always ends up backfiring anyway. But on that lovely note, this has been a special edition of Soap Dish Salem Style with a little bit of a detour into Port Charles. Uh, we will be back next week with another special edition episode and then we will see when the episodes resume in a couple weeks. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye. Later, y'all.